0: Welcome back to Coronavirus Season 3. We are back to talk all things Spider-Man No Way Home. I have gathered some awesome folks with me to spoil this movie. This is your spoiler warning. If you have not seen the movie, please step away now. Go see it. Come back later. Uh, but for my first co-host, we have the man, the myth, the illustrator, Aaron Perry. Aaron, how are you doing? Um, I'm alive.
1: Uh, the holidays suck. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> they, they sure do. Uh, for my second co-host, you know them as the God Emperor themselves. How are you doing?
2: It's just one person, but hi! <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, so we, I gathered them here today for a special episode of Demented Cast to talk Spider-Man No Way Home, because I think all three of us have went on Twitter at some point and said that we just want... we. Are obsessed with this movie, or we just want to talk about this movie, so we are gathered to discuss all things about this movie. Um, first, I want to start off with letting you each um, just tell people where they can find you online, if you shout out anything.
1: Uh, Aaron, oh, um, you can find me pretty much everywhere. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, um, Twitch. Um, you could type in ADP sketches, and you can easily find me. I'm not super hard to find. I'm I'm just chilling out here. And you could go to my website, adp dot There we go. I can say the whole thing. Little no tongue
0: tied.
2: Uh, Mr. God Emperor as
1: you I think you can so... just call me
2: Jose. I keep <laughs> hearing God Emperor part in my head. I keep doing voice, <laughs> and at some point I'm just going to start answering like this and I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right, Jose, where can they
0: where can they find you online?
2: <laughs> well, tragically you can find me in your nightmares. Um but also you can stalk me in Twitter. Um shit, I forgot my my thing is uh Bricks 22 but you can also find my podcast in Spotify. It's called "Stuff We're Obsessed With," and we talk about a lot of random stuff. Also, can I cuss? I yes, yes. Is this a, is this a family I've, show? Have you? <laughs> no, you cannot cuss. Uh, I have are advertisers the, to appease. Are we aiming <laughs> towards a family audience of children or a Christian audience here? Because I, I am, am an all. For that.
0: I am an all a company uh, podcast. I welcome everybody of all age groups, and I don't care if. Um, so
2: cuss. we talk a lot, about a, gr- a lot about really fucking gross things, and it's not funny, or I try to be funny. I don't know. I'm dark and gloomy, but that's kind of where I stand in comedy. Uh, but, yeah, you can find us in Spotify. It's called Stuff We're Obsessed With, and I think we're on Instagram, too, under We Are Obsessed. I'm terrible with remembering where our stuff is, but just go to Spotify, and we're there. This person doesn't even know where his podcast is. Okay, um, Listen, it's, it's the holidays. I'm here, and I'm kind of prepared. So that's all that matters. At I, the end of the day.
0: You know, I was also gonna do the thing you were gonna do, and I completely forgot. So I'm just winging this. No, I this. did it. I did it. I did <laughs> it. I showed
2: you. I did my homework. I think. Well, I, I think all you. It, it's up to. It's up to Jesus and Satan to decide that.
0: I think you're more prepared than both aaron and myself so this should be very interesting uh i want to start this off by going around and discussing like what our favorite spider-man films and who we think is the best spider-man person before we get into no way home just to kind of you know show where we're each at going into this movie
2: are we ranking by Spider-Man and Peter Parker, or just yes. both? Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I'll let you uh, take the floor first. Who?
0: What, what has been okay. your favorite so... interpretation of the character in your favorite movie thus far? Going into No Way... Favorite
1: but... interpretation of the character. Um, I would say comics is always the best interpretation of the character. Um, my favorite Spider-Man movie is actually Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, favorite live-action movie... I would say it will be No Way Home or Homecoming, the second half of Homecoming, because it adapted a scene from the comics that I really, really loved. And it was the, it will be my destiny scene where he's under the rubble and he's struggling and, you know, all that stuff. Yes, yes.
0: That scene does not get enough love from people. And it's very criminal that it doesn't get enough love from people.
1: And Tom Holland is my favorite spider
0: Okay, uh, I I guess I will go real quick. Um, my favorite interpretation of the character outside comic books is Jake Johnson. I have said this multiple times. I think he is the perfect blend of who Peter Can Parker.
2: Except that you have a big man crush on Jake Johnson. Oh, I have, you... I have. You're I, in a I've, safe I've, space for to I've, admit that.
0: I've already admitted that. My friend knows Good. it. Go the ahead. actually funny enough. The way that my friend finally got me to watch new girl last year was that he told me that Jake Johnson essentially plays a proto version of the Peter Parker. He plays in into the spider verse. And that's how he got me to watch it. Cause I had to know what the fuck he meant. And he actually does. He kind of does play like this proto version of Peter B Parker in new girl. Yeah. It's really weird yeah. when you like look at it like that. Uh, but also, like Aaron, my favorite Spider Man movie is Into the Spider Verse. I think it captures what the character is supposed to represent and mean to a capitalized, italicized T. So, Jose, what is your favorite movie and Spider Man? And I feel like I
2: already know your answer. Shut up. We're supposed to be in a safe space. No judgment here. No
0: judgment. No judgment. All Spider-People are valid, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. They're all valid. Okay. Okay. Okay.
2: Both of you chose a great movie. I'm not going to deny that. Into, Into the Spider-Verse. Amazing movie. Kudos. Kudos. I, I love that movie. But my favorite one is Amazing Spider-Man. I, I really like really um, Amazing Spider-Man. It's not only because... Um, Andrew Garfield just right off the bat Andrew Garfield but, but number one the movie has the greatest suit it's one, the difference is one of the most original suit in the entire uh, spider-man franchise that we have so far uh, you can kind of actually see him build the suit himself which yeah you can you get to see that in far from home and I think you kind going I think it happens in the in the drawing montage in spider-man But with him, you actually get to see the progression of, like, a basic ass suit into a a more realized, you know, uh, superhero outfit. And the other thing that now with No Way Home, it kind of ferments the the theory, at least my theory, because I don't fucking know if other people have it, but this is my fucking theory, that um, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is set in a more realistic base universe. There's no aliens in that universe whatsoever. It's just scientists. It's just scientists fucking things up for themselves. As scientists Toby, are one to do. Yeah, yeah. Toby and Tom both had to deal with aliens. Yeah, you know, Toby's uh, uh Spider-Man universe. It's more fantastical. You know, I, mean, I mean, fantasy based in a way because um, it's more. It's more based in the comics. It's uh, Sam Raimi had this way of making the whole thing feel campy and stuff so yeah having aliens in it makes sense Tom Holland you know he's part of the MCU so he has his Spider-Man he has to flow with whatever happens in the major story but Andrew was in a bubble his Spider-Man only existed within this reality that you know it's just scientists fucking things up for themselves and fucking things up with their children because you know that's what Peter Parker was in that storyline a fuck up kind
0: of uh listen I, I i solely respect it the only thing i can't respect is like the the only problem i have with that movie suit is the weird yellow tint eyes
2: how dare i'm um, okay i'm gone i'm done. thank <laughs> you thank you for your time aaron yeah. you're a great person <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry you're gonna be here with this <laughs> treasure's monster but uh <laughs>
0: It's just, it's those yellow tinted eyes. I, I don't care for them.
2: That's what I, I loved about suit. the suit. The, uh, it makes sense. Don't get me wrong. It defining, makes sense. It's the but. Most defining thing about the suit that makes it so different. Besides, yes, the silhouette of itself in the design, in the shoes. But those eyes make it look so fucking different. Uh,
0: so, yeah. Um,
2: Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a complete garbage dumpster fire dumpster fire of a movie
0: yeah yeah i agree um so moving on to actually get to spider-man no way home this movie has been hyped to like i don't think i've ever seen a movie hype this much before like just out of the leaks the rumors and everything else i mean during this
2: pandemic we haven't had a big quote-unquote big movie that everyone has been connected to since, what, Endgame was basically the last big collective social movie that everyone shared, and now Marvel has given us three movies up to now, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and Eternals, that were just like appetizers, quote-unquote, for eventually this big movie that everyone you know, was has been waiting for, and has been you know anxiously, you know. You know, I'm keep I'm gonna keep rambling. Talk over me.
0: So, <laughs> that, no, you bring up a great question. Like, do you think that part of the hype that this movie got was due to the
1: pandemic? Like, um, I would say yes and no, and I. I will say the yes part is because a lot of people are so nervous to come back to the movie theaters. Also, a lot of people been having these, I was, I will say it here, uh, unrealistic expectations and they want to see something really, really good to get them back to the theaters. And I, and Shane, she great film eternals. That movie did not deserve the hated got. No, I'm agree. sorry. I love that movie. It was Agreed. it was different and it explored relationships, something that the MCU has been struggling with and it makes me hype for Fantastic Four and the X-Men because that movie really nailed the family aspect of all different walks of life. Preaches. And also and also Eternals actually showed a realistic black dad. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 it was realistic
2: and a gay black dad
1: I mean, yeah add that too yes it was the most realistic of a family a nuclear family lgbtq it was great i loved it it didn't it did not deserve the hate it got
0: so like can we just appreciate because you're saying that too like about like it depicted family really well like can we just appreciate that in phase four of marvel we are finally getting something that like i have been critiquing the mcu for a very long time and that's a lot of its storytelling isn't that deep it's very surface level it's here's your good guy here's your bad guy they're gonna fight
2: establish his his toys he's already established his universe he already gave everyone a formula that they for 20 some movies yeah been you know coded into our dna It's time that he's, like, reinventing the formula. and You know, he's been spoon-feeding us for this time applesauce, and he's added now, you know, cinnamon or God knows what else into the applesauce. But, you know, he's adding something else different into the formula because, you know, with the Eternals, you know, that's the first example. And now with Spider-Man No Way Home, we got the multiverse, and it's unlocking other bigger stories that we haven't had before in the MCU. Yeah.
0: And that's just something I have appreciated. And it's why I think I've loved every single thing that's been put out in the MCU so far. Is that there are finally glimpses of deeper storytelling in the MCU. And I can't wait. Because that's something I've praised a lot of other like Marvel films for. That aren't necessarily connected to the MCU. Like a lot of the X-Men films. um... Oh God, what else? Um, I lost my train of thought. Well, not really. true of Thought, S-Man, but I have
2: Howard, their duck, fantastic. Yes. Four. We don't talk about the other Fantastic Four. Where we're going Fan forced it. So, yeah, that one. Uh, the Spider even movies. even Deadpool to a certain extent, like you know, I have a theory about Free Guy that it's Ryan Reynolds testing his waters with Disney, so he could play Deadpool with them if he can PG thirteen it in a way, but he can kind of push it, and that's Free Guy. I, I got that feeling, too. Like, the movie's great, but you can kind of feel that he's, like, testing the waters or how much he can go, how far he can go, but, but still keep it family-oriented. Um,
0: I think they should just let him go for it and put it under the uh, 20th century name.
2: No, nah, they're not going to
0: do that. No, they won't. So, yeah, the so far, everything has been great. Um, in phase four and where were we before we got off on that tangent? Um, bring it back to Spider-Man. Oh, exactly. No way home. Bring it back to Spider-Man though. Uh, what were your guys's expectations going into the movie? Like, did you expect to see anything? Did you not expect to see something? What were your expectations?
1: Uh, my expectations were non-existent. I always come to these movies with no expectations because if I come in here with preconceived notions of a movie, I can never enjoy it.
0: I respect it.
2: Yeah, I like
1: this that. was the only movie
2: I was actually expecting a lot. This was the out of like the other movies within the Phase Four. I didn't give two shits about eternals i was kind of hoping what i got from it because the comic was a hot mess i was i was hope with eternals i was hoping for some kind of setup for the x-men nah nah no god no that was that was gonna be too much for that movie but with no way Home, seeing it now yes yes it would have been like I i had a lot more expectation for no way home the oh I kind of I spoiled the movie for myself. I read every fucking spoiler just before watching the movie, and I was not I was not disappointed with what I got. Is the only thing that I was hoping for was you know Kirsten Dunst to come back. Yeah. I'm okay that uh, she
0: didn't. I would have rather them find a way to bring Emma Stone in. Oh, uh, uh, she dead.
2: Girl dead. Yeah, no, yeah. they did not to bring her back. Leave Christian I Dunst I... alone. Mary Jane Watson, yes, she is problematic as fuck. Yes, she fell in love with Spider-Man first, and then eventually she kind of figured out that it was Peter Parker, and then she hot-messed herself into a situation several times, and then she needed a lot of help, but the girl was there for Peter. Was she... Leave her alone, okay? She, they need each other as much as I
0: love Tom Holland and Zendaya. I will still die on the hill that Andrew and Emma have the best relationship in the Spider Man franchise.
2: Eventually, she was gonna die, brah. Regardless, I don't care.
0: (laughs) They were good, they were great together. I wish they
1: could have shown, um, uh, Amazing Spider Man, um, Amazing Spider Man's Universe MJ. They oh yes, fat, They perfect. cast that girl. Yes. They yeah, did. they cast her. They shot scenes, and they cut all the scenes out. And it would have made that movie so much better. The
2: studio had to just step away from the movie and leave the director do what he wanted to do with the film. And then eventually, we got we would have gotten an amazing Spider-Man three, possibly.
0: Andrew deserves it. He does um so yeah i think for the most part we all kind of are in different spectrums with expectations aaron obviously said he didn't you had a lot of them for me i was somewhere in the middle where i was like i'm not going i'm going to try to lower them as much as possible but i still expect to see this or that like the number one thing was um with like the toby and andrew of it i was like I'm not going to expect to see them. I'm going to hope they're there, but if they're no, not, they fine. The,
3: movie.
0: They the, have to be in the movie. one I was like, I 100% expect them to see, or I 100% expect to see them was Charlie Cox show up as Daredevil. Even for a brief cameo in a courtroom or just talking to Peter, I was like, I expect wholeheartedly to see him show up. And um, once... Have you guys... Been watching Hawkeye,
1: yes, and the timing of that was just incredible, yeah.
0: So, like, once you know, the big reveal of Big Guy back in the MCU showed up, I was like, okay, if Charlie Cox isn't in this, that's a huge missed opportunity. Obviously, he was, and even though i had seen the like set leak, it was still astronomical to just see him and like the implications of
2: what this means um are insane so did you saw the article that vincent d'onofrio uh did recently about king ping coming back into the mcu and him and charlie what the whole thing meant for each other no so apparently because uh, you know if you see king ping and daredevil and you see him in hawkeye he looks a little different you know, specifically his outfit wise So, apparently, he was saying in the article that Kingpin blip. See, and when he came back, uh, he lost everything, and he's slowly building up his um, his shit again, and that's what he looked like a dude going to Miami or Hawaii with a business suit and a Hawaiian shirt.
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, episode six actually gives that as well, and also, spoilers for Episode 6. Anybody seen Episode 6 of Hawkeye? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, no, I'm yes. done. I'm I, done. I wasn't sure if you I, were, I like, making it. that known for, like, people listening or for asking us, but yes.
1: I, I love the fact where they put Kingpin, and also I like the fact that they implied that uh, Hawkeye's wife was Agent 16. Uh, no, it's 19. Yes. 19? 19. 19. 19, 19. Thank She's Jay. Yeah, Mockingbird, Mockingbird, Mockingbird. Oh my God, what the fuck am I thinking about? <laughs>
2: <Jesus Christ.
1: laughs> I love, uh, I love Linda Colonlini and hopefully she'll do more stuff.
0: At least, at the very least, I hope that we can get some kind of prequel. She was one of my far expectations
2: from the show because I, I thought that she was gonna be there for just maybe like three cameos, and that's it. Like maybe yeah. one at the beginning, at the end, in the middle, but. Her character got so fleshed out, and now with that small little hint of that watch, opened a huge fucking window of of so many stories from her. Her character is one of the most developed one in the MCU. It I does, it.
0: I will say, it does bring up a question of: is how connected was Agents of Shield, and if it is, still... no, 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 they
2: said that the the Agents of Shield is one thing, and this is another thing. With this yeah, establishing that she, universe. that she's this uh, MCU's Mockingbird, yeah, no, that's a whole different ball field. Okay.
0: Well, um, yeah. So that's cool. Uh, I think it would have been cool if you know Agents of Shield still stuck in the MCU, and maybe Mockingbird was a title. Mo- Uh, Much like how the title of Hawkeye is going to be passed down to Kate Bishop, Mockingbird was passed down to another agent, and that's the Mockingbird we got in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Listen, all due respect to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s Mockingbird, but no. No, 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 (laughs) no. Agents of Shield and unfortunately every other TV show that the Marvel whatever that that's dark that dark period is called is so tainted with Jeb Loeb's little fingers. No, 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 listen, no, no. Listen, listen. I will. I love Runaways. I will. Runaways, be so
0: Satan, I, will you know? I love Runaways. So you know what? I don't care. I want Runaways to be in the MCU because I love that show and those kids those, did the, fantastic. Those
2: shows have moments of glittering hope and possibility, but as an overall participation within the larger story, no, 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 no. no, 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 no <laughs> hey, no, no, listen, you you can like you can like the
0: Amazing Spider-Man, and I will like Runaways and want that oh, to no, come I back. I totally respect your
2: opinion. <laughs> this is totally my opinion regarding that whole aspect of you know those stories, but you know, the, as. As part of the narrative within the larger MCU story, I am completely happy within my own bubble, knowing that those stories are just separate little bubbles within the multiverse, and they don't affect the big bo- sto- the big bubble. You know, so I'm good. You're good over there. I'm good over here. Well, <laughs> but those stories are shit. Just saying.
0: Uh, so getting back to Spider-Man, um, let's uh, let's go down and let's start at the beginning of this movie and kind of discuss it. It was cool. Seeing them completely recreate uh, almost like
2: 100%. We have to start with the opening credits of the trailers of each of our theaters. What? (laughs) You said the beginning. So are we talking about the trailers of of, our individual screen? No, 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 God, no, no, God, no. I failed that question. You guys, uh,
0: It was really cool to see that they actually completely reshot that end sequence from Far From Home for the start of this movie and got like 99% close to completely recreating it down to like even the extras wearing the same exact
2: clothes uh, from extras at the end of Far From Home. I bet um, you those people were not have, haven't moved since they finished filming. <laughs> They're contractually obligated by Disney to stay there until they started shooting again. Mickey so Mouse like, just looked,
0: kicked open a door and was like, "Hey, don't move. We'll be back no, in like two no, no, years." No, no, no. That
2: sounds more like a like a uh, what's her name? Um, Daisy Duck, uh, sort of shit. She she looks she looks more like she likes to do that sort of grunt work right there. <laughs>
0: But, uh, yeah, it was really cool seeing that, um, seeing J.K. Simmons again
2: was really dope. Uh, his, his version of the MCU's Alec Jones is just chef kiss.
0: It's very, like, there's so many moments. I don't know if you guys picked up on him, too, but there's so many moments in this movie that made me feel like I was replaying uh, moments of Spider-Man PS4 insomniac like the way the way they do uh the daily bugle in this movie feels very much like how insomniac was trying to do the daily bugle in their universe are you talking about the one from ps4 yes oh okay yeah yes i don't know if you both caught in that but like even the end sequence where peter is now on his own he has the phone it looks it's a almost exact one-to-one look of the opening of the PS4 game. And I thought that was really interesting to do. Uh, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts on this opening sequence?
1: Um, the opening sequence um, was a brilliant way to transition from one movie to the next. J.K. Simmons looks exactly like Tenzin. All he needs is a black <laughs> on his head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it because I feel like if I said it I was gonna get people to be like, Oh my god, this guy <laughs> So I wasn't gonna say it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll let like, people come for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I, I truly I truly love that transition. Uh, the opening sequence, the web swinging. It I think that was probably one of the few sequences that used the rainy camera. And it just felt like I was just watching different techniques of how each artist developed, um, developed their own technique in terms of the web swinging. And they just had that really happy medium.
2: But yeah. if, you, if, you know, if we're talking about the, those web swinging uh, camera movements, we have to acknowledge that coming from the raining era, rainy era to now, they got the movement of the hair right. It's flowing with the wind now. you know there's actual move There's correct movement now you know we've evolved it doesn't look like she's holding a dummy
0: yeah uh can we also like there was something i noticed watching this movie that like i feel like i might have noticed before but never really like fully dawned on me until this movie but going from the raimi trilogy to the mark webb era to now um what's his name oh god i just forgot it the director john watts to watts's movies john watts has not really done like focus solely on showing peter swinging a lot like he shows him swinging but it's very brief it's very close up like he doesn't do a lot of those bigger shots of like really seeing peter move while he's web swinging and it was just something I've note I really noticed and honed in on on this movie. and it's not until the third act when they're all together that that's where we really get to see a focus on Holland swinging. I don't, don't know. Think,
2: I don't think that Holland's Spider-Man has like a defining swinging style. Like you know that like, you can say that Toby has a style and Andrew has a style and you can really see that in the movie when all three of them are swinging. But in the movies, starting with specifically, I mean, talking about Tom Holland here, where you go, when he officially started from Civil War all the way now to No Way Home, I don't really think he has like a style of swinging. Like, you can't say like, oh, that's, that's Tom Spider-Man. That's how he swings. Right. Like when, even when they were, all three of them were posing, his pose looked yeah, it looked like Spider-Man, but it looks superhero-y Spider-Man, not Spider-Spider-Man. You know, because the other two had a very defined form when they were posing. You know, Toby punches all together, his entire body's held together. Andrew Garfield, it's all spread like a fucking weirdo that he is, but he's a beautiful <laughs> man, so he can do it and he can get away with it. But, you know, Tom looks like a, a superhero posing. So, he, you know, it, it, it's not bad, it's not terrible, but... He doesn't have an identity of a Spider-Man yet. And hopefully now that he's out. Yeah, and that's what
0: what I was going to say next was like, I hope that because there hasn't been that focus in this trilogy, that going forward, we are going to see that evolve for him as he now is fully in this, I'm Spider-Man, I'm not a kid being a superhero trying to be an avenger i am spider-man
2: that is who you know I am. We have to be thankful for the green goblin for that for killing at may there i said it fuck it i don't care come for me america because without that we wouldn't be getting tom on this journey to become his own spider-man he doesn't have a moral guidance quote unquote you know just like harry potter i'm sorry i have to bring this terrible other terrible series into this conversation but you know Harry had no parental figure in his life he had no moral guidance to you know steer him in the right way everyone kept dying around him now Peter is in the same boat everyone who was a quote unquote moral guidance is either dead or doesn't know who the fuck he is so he's basically on his own so he has to define who he is not only as peter parker but as spider-man so we're literally if they're gonna do this next three trilogy as they said not only are we gonna get an entire rebirth origin story of spider-man but we're also gonna see spider-man handling the mantle of spider-man to miles in the future so you know tom has a fucking great road as spider-man now because of that, so, what happened in the movie. Let's, uh,
0: let's, let's do this. Instead of going down the track of sequences, let's go and each... We'll start with Aaron. And don't give me your favorite scene or your favorite moment just yet. But give me what you would probably put in, like, a top five moments of this movie.
1: Um, Top five moments? Well, that's going to be my favorite scenes part. Um, (laughs) What I can tell you, I can tell you some of the themes that I liked about this movie. How about that? How about I give you that? All right. So the themes that I liked about this movie is that it explores consequences not only did it show consequences, it shows that doing the right thing is hard. And I hope that kids and adults alike realize that, that doing the right thing is hard, doing the wrong thing is easy, but doing the right thing has no rewards, but it makes the world a better place. And sometimes you have to make those sacrifices. I'm and sorry, as somebody not... who want...
2: oh. I... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, when you start saying consequences, I'm just thinking here, like, oh my god, is Spider Man teaching white people that if they fuck up, they're gonna have consequences? Maybe America's gonna learn because of Spider Man No Way Home. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope, I so. hope so too. Because <laughs> you just tamper into what the MCU. Oh my god. We hopefully now everyone's gonna get vaccinated. I don't know. Whoa, 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 oh, whoa. We'll Slow down. Too far. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. Let me take it back. First, I learn uh, if I say something dumb on the internet, the F you guys going to Yeah, say,
0: say, say that on your own show, not mine, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I think one of my favorite themes of the film was forgiveness, and it's just the way they show it. Um, forgiveness and grief and um, anger were some of my favorite things in the movie because it gives us some really powerful moments and one of my favorite moments is when all three of them meet and Tom mentions how angry he is and how much he wants to hurt Goblin for killing Aunt May and we get to hear Andrew talk about not pulling his punches anymore. And how he got angry, he got rageful and bitter. And Andrew sees that in Tom when, at the very end of the film when to- Tom is just absolutely uh, pounding away on Green Goblin. Uh, and I, my own headcanon likes to think that the reason Andrew is not the one to step in and then it's Toby... Is because Andrew is seeing himself. And I think Andrew might have killed his Green Goblin. But that's my own headcanon that I wanted to throw in there real quick. (laughs) That I think Andrew might have killed Green Goblin in his universe. But getting to see both Andrew and Toby show Tom that there is a better way than going down that route. And having him learn that lesson, I think, was really cool. And it was done really well.
1: Jose? My, basically,
2: is (laughs) what Aaron said is the consequences. We're seeing a Spider-Man. Actually, no, we're not seeing a Spider-Man. We're seeing a superhero who sees if he fucks up, he's going to fuck up bad. And because he fucks up, you know, he has to pay for it. And not only that, we're seeing also, we're seeing a kid grow up because we Peter Parker now is on his own. He, he has to come into the world on his own. He, he's, he his one of the major things besides the consequences in the movie is that, is growth, is coming into your own self as a person, is defining who you are, your identity as, you know, as a being within you know the larger narrative of the world quote-unquote um but yeah that's my two biggest thing within the movie and also that if you don't want to pay for plastic surgery you can go make a movie and they can de-age you for 15 years like they did to alfred molina that's a that's an interesting takeaway from the movie that's very important you know
0: (laughs) You want to look younger? Become an actor.
2: Um, Become an actor and get a rig, and they can put fake tentacles on you, and then they'll be for fifteen years. Boom, simple. So yeah,
1: that is a very interesting aspect. Yeah, (laughs) I I hadn't run into that.
2: I mean, they de-aged him by a lot. In yeah. Case, if you didn't notice in the movie, he never took off his sunglasses because that's the big takeaway. You take off the glasses, you're going to notice in the eyes his face looks a little fake. I don't think they de-aged Willem Dafoe that much because regardless, he's still going to look... Willem Dafoe different. has looked the same age for 20 years. Yeah, basically. Um, Sign note, have you guys seen the Northman trailer? No. Yes. York's <laughs> in it. Uh. <laughs> oh, but yeah, now like with what they did, with what they've done with the technology in this movie, we've even now, for Molina said it himself, like this, this is this is one of a. Uh, him, he had to learn an entire different style of acting with for the movie because. You know, when they did Sam Raimi, they actually were using puppets, so he was attached to something. Yeah. Here, he was free. He was moving up and down in a fucking rig. And you can, you can
0: really notice that. Like, if you go back and watch Spider-Man 2 and then watch this movie, you can notice. Oh, yeah, he
2: looks rigid. He looks like he can't move. Yeah,
0: you can notice this. And I, I almost really like that, though, because it gave Dr. Octopus a very robotic sense of movement while having these robotic arms. So, I kind of really in like sense, that.
2: In the sense that be, if he is, you know, if he is powered by these limbs, the limbs are carrying him. So, why would he be so rigid stuck to the ground if the limbs are carrying him? Wouldn't he be more, you know, fluy around the place? Listen. I want to be. I want to be in the ground. That's, that's for lazy people. I, I'm attached to these tentacles. You know, I pay the price. They're to be me. fair, he technically isn't controlling them. They're controlling him. Listen, they're in my fucking body. They're going to do what I say. You know, they're going to carry me. If that was the case, if that was the case,
0: all the problems in Spider-Man 2 would have been solved very quickly. Well, I'm not saying, I'm not saying <laughs> they have
2: to, but it's going to be, that's the full case, you know. They can be in control, but they can carry me, and then we can go rob banks. That's, that's how it's going to work. I don't want to walk if I'm going to have tentacles coming out of my back. That's so much work. Uh... <laughs> I brought, a, I brought the bit larger questions to this conversation. So,
0: something I also wanted to bring up, I'm just going to move away from this. Uh Something I also wanted to bring up was, I've seen, like, over the years since we've gotten Homecoming, I've seen a lot of, like, hate or just people not really caring for Zendaya as MJ... Um, but I feel like since No Way Home has come out, I've seen a lot of people shift Let's say Listen, to the that's a controversial
2: side. topic. That's a controversial topic. I'm weird, and I'm bringing the weirdness, and I, I know where to cross the line. I don't think so.
0: Um, so I wanted to bring up the question of how do you guys feel about Peter and MJ's relationship in this movie? And do you think it was improved, or do you think it devolved what, what are your thoughts overall on their relationship in this movie and going forward? Oh, um, I want to start, it doesn't matter who. <laughs>
1: oh, um, I would say that I like the chemistry of Zendaya and Tom Holland. It feels very real because it is but yeah um, god damn that kid it felt like a realistic depiction of two people slowly coming together for the listeners
2: at home who don't know they're dating
1: (laughs) which i i'm sorry (laughs) if
0: you don't know i'm very shocked and how how is your life not being on the the internet that's a spoiler real life spoiler you guys (laughs) like i really genuinely want to know if you don't know they're together how is it like not on the internet (laughs)
1: But um, I, I like the chemistry and how it was built up. Instead of just them being together, it, it felt organic. It felt real. And I like a romance that is realistic and that, you know, like, both of them take risks. Both of them actually talk before they do actions. There was even a scene where Peter does stuff and Zendaya just say, why didn't you talk to me? Yeah, talk to like, us. <laughs> yeah like that conversation like if you haven't been in a relationship you haven't been one until you actually have that talk so it was good to see that um and also there was there was a genuine chemistry but we also saw that chemistry between um ah my god um Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield Cause they dated in real life too.
0: So. Yes. Yeah, Spider Man no, 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 no. just makes relationships. <laughs>
2: uh, may, if I if I can dance upon that little point that Aaron brought up, cause that was a f- fucking great point, bro. bro. Um, I'm sorry. I, I I I was trying to be funny for a second right there. But the thing is, th- you talked about two people who fell in love with Peter Parker, and not Spider Man they fell in love with the person first, and then they fell yep. in love with who the person was representing, the idea. And that's the thing with Mary Jane that no one really likes. Mary Jane fell in love with Peter, with Spider-Man first, and then Peter Parker. Gwen knew Peter Parker first, and then eventually she she learned about his Spider-Man identity. MJ, or Michelle, I'm just going to call Michelle because it's weird in my head.
3: Uh, so Michelle...
2: <laughs> um, also fell in love with Peter Parker. She noticed Peter Parker. She was observing his movements. That's why she figured out that he was Spider-Man. You know, she did a uh, uh, I'm starting to quote DC here. She did a, a Carrie Kelly here. She figured it out on her own. So it, we have two people here who fell in love with the person, and then through that they came to understand what the person was, was doing. Their idea, Mary Jane. No. So it's always you know that dilemma that she fell in love with Spider-Man first. She she fangirled over Spider-Man and then you know married him, or not, depending on the comic. You know. Yeah, we don't
0: know in Toby's universe. He he hints that like they're working it out, but that's all we get. They're
2: married and they have a beautiful daughter and they're so happy. Mm. And he's a youth pastor. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah no I'm, I'm gonna have to say aaron hit that on the head as well and like i just their relationship just feels real and genuine and that's not something i think we get a lot in the mcu i don't think there's a lot of relationships in the mcu that feel genuine um like i'm sorry i just i don't care that much for tony and pepper i really don't um
2: thor and jane i don't care that much about but I, I mean, do have one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To slide in. I'm sorry. But uh, I do have one slight critique about the relationship. Comparing MJ, I mean, oh, fuck, comparing Michelle to Homecoming, to her evolution in Far From Home and No Way Home, her dead, um, deadpan comedy you know way of delivering and speaking kind of went away she's you know at least that that's my only thing that i noticed within the evolution of the character maybe she was growing up and it was a thing but i think it just felt completely different by the by the last movie i was like oh okay so she doesn't speak like the world is burning around her and she finds joy in it yeah i i think that's
0: i think that's one of the things i appreciate about her character in this movie is that like that is a very easy, visible way to see the growth her character has had through this trilogy in that she started out not really caring about other people or really the world around her to having these friends now and actually caring and that's what I think makes the endings hurt that much more, is that she truly does love Peter and now that she knows she's about to forget him, it hurts because do you She think, knows who she was. Back,
2: they're gonna get back together.
0: Yes.
1: Not for a while. But Not for a while.
2: <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> Not Every... for a long while.
2: If, if they do get back together, I hope it's like in the end of that trilogy. When, as soon as he passes the mantle to Miles, he's like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm gonna go get married." Uh but yeah no i don't want them to get back together right back on that fourth or fifth movie that that has to be a bigger build up
0: no yeah no i don't think they'll get together in the next film at all i if they if they did do that i'd be very mad at them for doing that cuz that's just i hate i hate any time a movie or a tv show or anything does that they're like oh they're not together all right next
2: episode they're back together no worries, they're here. Um. That's just shitty, lazy writing, too. you don't develop the characters in no way. You don't give the, the a journey for the characters to find themselves back to who they were. Especially for Cindy, for Michelle's character, no memory. It affected the entire world. They forgot who Peter Parker was. I mean, great if she remembers, but you know, wouldn't it be a bigger satisfaction if? not only her if the entire world remembers who Peter Parker was as spider-man that would be a great ending for Tom's story you know that's at least my opinion my head kind of but you know for at least for the for the whole Michelle thing it's not gonna happen until the end of his story uh
1: yeah I think I don't think we're going to see the character in a long while because it seems like they're just going to be separate Live their own lives for a while. Give time for Peter to find his own identity. I think we're going to see characters like Black Cat. We're going to see more. I hope him. so.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. yes. it seems like Because it seems like they're putting Peter into a dark place. And that gives opportunity to do a black costume story art. Craven the, the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. I have a feeling we're going to do Craven's uh, Last Hunt
0: in the future. I fucking so. hope so. I've been screaming about this that storyline in live action forever. And the fact that, like. I'm, if... I'm
2: cool with whatever story they do as long as they don't have Timmy Charmander as Harry Osborne. I don't care about Did him. you
0: just call I... him Timmy Charmander?
2: Yes. I you
0: are going to get Charmander. so much hate. I do not. I don't care. Internet, I don't condone. I don't condone, I don't you know condone this. I know his
2: name is Timothy Chalamet, but to be Sherman <laughs> Charmander. But yeah, no, I don't think. He can stay as Paul. He can stay. I'm going I'm to take that back. <laughs> he can stay as Paul for now. We'll see what they do in Doom 2. But I don't think he will be a good Harry. No, he yeah, he, uh, no, he's literally for me in my head. He's he's Tom's he's Tom Holland's antichrist <laughs> If Tom Holland's the messiah Tammy over there is the is is the antichrist. So no, I don't, Jesus. I don't think, well, <laughs> If I use if I use that analogy now then he should be Harry Osborne, so yeah, I should just take that back now.
0: Yeah, I was just about to say <laughs> Shouldn't I mean, thinking, wouldn't it make more sense? I'm like
2: oh, nah, that an, an analogy then Maybe Cynthia is onto something here. Maybe she knows Maybe she knows something that the rest of us basic mortals doesn't know. Because she was the one who started this whole, oh, Timothy should be hairy, blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going to take this back now,
1: you guys. Actually, I, if I do a clone <laughs> saga, I would love to see Tom Holland's brother in um, Ben mm-hmm. Rayleigh's shoes. I think that would definitely be a really I... cool
0: I actually brought that up to a couple friends of mine after we, uh, my buddy, after we saw it again Monday night where I was like, I would love to see them do Ben Riley, Or even like if you don't want to do the con Saga, because like it is a pretty like people either love that, saga, that story, that storyline or they hate it. Um, if you don't, I don't know, maybe hint at it in some way. But I think I think that could be really fun, bringing one of his brothers in to do the Cone Saga.
2: You know what I'm really excited for? Spider-Man showing up with Fantastic Four. Just if, a quick cameo. Just a quick cameo. Listen,
0: if, quick cameo. since Venom now exists in the MCU... If we don't get Venom Peter. Venom
2: as in the symbiote that was left behind, or Venom as an Eddie Brock who was there for like maybe a hot ass minute? The symbiote. Um, okay, cool. If we don't see Tom Holland going
0: to Reed Richards to help him get rid of that suit, it it's all for nothing. Just don't even have them together.
2: Can, we, like, can we have like a quick second of a fan casting of who we want as Reed Richards?
1: Oh, that is super easy. I will definitely have um, jo- um, John
2: Krasinski.
1: Yeah, John Krasinski. He can definitely play a character like that.
0: He's yeah, he's he's born for it.
1: Yeah, he deserves a second chance since he didn't get to play Captain America.
2: Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I want to be controversial here. Oh no. I want Sterling K. Brown. Actually? But
1: Sterling K. Brown's in the MCU already. But uh, is he? Yeah, I know. Wait,
2: but uh, so was Gemma Chan in the MCU, and look at her now. She's she's back, and she can heal herself and fuck around with matter. Yeah, you I know, know. I love it. I want K. Brown as as my Reed Richards. Maybe somewhere oh, the other one I, I was thinking was. I feel like from, there's a
0: better role for him in the MCU.
2: Uh what's the dude's name from Good Place? GD. I can't remember his name. But oh, yeah, he
1: he could definitely be G a good, uh, is
2: my other option for Fenta- for uh, Reed Richards. G- he would be good. You know what? You know what they're going to say though if they, they they do that. What? I don't give a fuck they They can say whatever they, <laughs> they want to say. They can say whatever they want to say. They can say, they wanna say. Um... It didn't work, it didn't work the last time, the last two films, maybe this time. Maybe this time the Fantastic Four definitely definitely need a different, uh, a more, you know, a different look, a different story, because it didn't work last time. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe Reed Richards needs to be a different person, the whole different character.
1: What they need to, to make, to... what they need to make Reed Richards is not a perfect person.
2: He needs to be an asshole. Yes, yes, yes. I was trying trying to find the right word to say that. I was like, oh, fuck, I don't want to be, I don't want to say it, I don't want to say it. I don't want to be too blunt. (laughs) Because, I mean, we don't have have Hank Pym. Hank Pym is the MCU, he's Marvel's asshole. He's the resident asshole. So without him, we don't have a balance.
1: He is, but he's an old asshole.
2: But he's not actively yeah. in the story, though. So that's why we need Reed Richards to be the asshole. Because we, we... Hank Pym... is kind of the asshole, but he's not the asshole in a way. He's more like the sarcastic asshole, like the, the sarcastic uncle. But no, we need the resident asshole, and that needs to be Reed Richards. So whoever has to blame him cannot cannot be a nice guy. Hank I mean, Pym... You cannot portray the character in a nice way, that's what I mean.
0: Hank Pym in the MCU is that old relative that when you bring somebody over to, like, a family gathering, you just go over and you're like, if they say anything, just just ignore it, man. They're going to say what they're going to say, okay? Like, that's Hank Pym in the MCU. We need somebody who's just a fucking dick
2: to everybody. But yet, though, he's going to get the check at the end because, you know, Sue is going to fall for that. Yeah. I mean hopefully they don't but you know she does because how else I we're gonna get franklin
1: i wonder if they'll just have um oh you know if he's not gonna be an asshole i wanted to be conflicted like
2: but wasn't he conflicted when um when they did it in uh, fox the first time around when chris evans was the human torch kind of, of
1: but they kind of didn't go all the way with it yeah, yeah.
2: They they tried
0: but they didn't they didn't commit. No one in that movie
2: committed, let's just
0: be honest. <laughs> Listen, who was maybe, it that played who those... is it
2: who is it that played uh the thing? Michael Chiklis? Yeah, he committed. He had no choice. He was stuck in that fucking <laughs> suit. If you're stuck in that suit, you have to commit. It's like Jim Carrey when he did um How the Grinch Stole Christmas. He had to commit. He had no choice.
0: uh let's uh let's just go for it and we'll talk about the big big moment um the tree the tree the sixth member
2: of the sinister six uh the greatest marvel villain the most fucking dangerous character in the entire movie and marvel's so badass for putting it in the movie you guys
0: so what did what was your guys's reaction to the tree
2: well, it was fantastic <laughs> I literally creamed my pants when I saw the tree. I was like I couldn't believe it he was in the movie.
0: I can we just like back up and like <laughs> the way Aaron sold that? It was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> what a way to sell that. <laughs> uh no, the uh Ned being magic and opening those portals.
2: How do well, that's we that's
1: definitely going to come back in the worst way. I, I promise it.
2: you. I hate it though.
1: For those that don't read the comics, Ned Lee is the future um, jack o slash second Hop Gun. Third Hop Gun. Third. That's the Hop Gun so, so that does gonna magic. he's still going
2: to end up fighting his best friend. Are we going to recycle those stories again?
1: Uh, if... No. this um, Ned Lee is just a sadistic person. And I'm kind of glad that they're starting to build the seeds of that. He he goes crazy in the comics. He he's isn't problems. A child with a problem, as they say.
0: Him and Peter really him and Peter. Him and Peter meet in college, right? In the comics, and like he like becomes jealous or something, and that's what starts to drive him mad or something like that. I might yeah, be thinking and, and, of a different character, but I thought that was Ned Leeds.
1: Yeah, Ned Leeds was part of the college years and he was a jealous dude but he had problems then he doubled into magic and uh, dr strange stuff happens but was involved it's a whole lot of stuff that happened he appeared a few times died then came back to life and marvel doesn't know how to use him but I kind of liked it that they use them
2: in the movie. That's basically the entire story of Marvel's gigantic-ass ca- canon. They don't catalog. They don't know what to do with half of those characters. They give them to writers, and they end up doing shitty stories with them, and then they have to reboot the stories again.
0: Yeah. Although I feel like DC does that more often. Oh, yeah, see, DC acknowledges
2: that they fuck up, and they reboot the whole thing from the very beginning.
0: Yes, and at least it gave us re- Green Arrow Rebirth last time which is a great storyline. Uh <laughs> So yeah, the Ned's magic um and he he opens a portal as they're trying to find Peter. Um did you guys know when the portal opened that that wasn't Tom Holland? Cuz for me and my friend as we were sitting there opening night watching and you see the portal open and they go they start yelling Peter uh, the second I saw the silhouette, I was like, "That's not Tom Holland. That person is way too skinny and way too tall. Like they're lengthy and tall. That's not him." And it,
1: it felt, oh, it felt like an SNL opening sketch when they started to do that, and I was like, "Yeah, this is how they're gonna do it."
2: And. S- like, it's, it's campy and hokey. Like, like aha, I'm here. It's me. That's what they were trying to go for. Oh, yeah. Like, uh. it, it, okay, the, one of the things that you kind of have to um, notice about this movie, this movie was kind of affected with how it was filmed with COVID. So you can tell that a lot of the film is an inside movie and everything's kind of green screen. Yes. specifically the part when the, the the other two spider-man show up when toby and andrew show up you can tell that everyone was like locked in a in a studio and they had a green screen i noticed the that two...
0: there's there's certain shots that just feel off like i i can't quite put my finger on what exactly it is about that scene that, that feels off awesome but the, I, just I, the way it's shot you're like this feels fake
2: the Almost. movie feels a little small at moments, because you're, you're expecting this grand, this big-ass fucking story that closes the homecoming, uh, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man arc, and for a movie that's, you know, it's supposed to be the closing, yes, it hits the mark, it's a great movie, it, it, it's one for, you know, the, 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 the pantheon of great MCU movies. But the movie kinda of feels a little small and you kinda you can notice that COVID greatly affected the movie and what they could have done in the movie or with the movie itself. And you can notice also like specifically the scene when they were walking in, you can tell that it looked a little tiny. You know, the yeah. feeling you were getting, it was a little tiny.
0: It wasn't it wasn't until he took off the mask that it became larger. Like it felt like a larger moment. Like, yeah, emotionally, <laughs> yeah, but like, even in the sense of like it being a big moment in the movie, like it doesn't feel like that big until he removes
2: that mask. I think. Okay, do you guys? Okay, the personal questions. Were you hoping for them to come back with their original suits, or were they gonna come back with, you know? A suit that they had at this point within their Spider Man career.
0: I expected wherever they got pulled from, that was the suit they were going to walk in as. Or walk in with. And so for Andrew, because he got pulled in clearly after the events of Amazing Spider Man 2, um, he walked in with the Amazing Spider Man 2 suit. And then. Yeah. I don't know. I, I expected wherever these two people get pulled from, that is the suit, and like that is the type of person they are going to be.
1: For me, I was thinking that some time has passed for both Spider-Man, and clearly it did. Um, not long for Andrew Garfield. I know it's not going to be not as long, maybe a year or two. Because it seems like he is just recovering and trying to bounce back, and just been struggling. Yeah, it That's feels hard. like,
0: uh, it feels like when he was telling the story about like he stopped pulling his punches. It feels like that was recent that he stopped pulling his punches, and then like now he's on the road to recovery.
1: I wonder if that Spider-Man did kill somebody, or something must have happened.
0: I I truly believe he killed, um, Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin.
1: Nah,
2: I I feel like he might have. If he just... did it, it would have been like it would have been like Batman killing, but Batman killing someone like oh I don't have to quote unquote save you, but I'm not necessarily. I don't have to kill you either. The, th- you know, that sort
0: of the thing the thing I always try to point out to people when they like talk about how Batman has a no kill rule and then like they bring it into other characters like Spider-Man is like Spider-Man will kill somebody. It just I mean, depends on how him. far he gets pushed. Like he was very close to killing Green Goblin because Green Goblin killed Ant-Man. Like one of my that's, that's favorite, f- one of my favorite pages to pull from comics is, um, when somebody puts a hit out on him. And nearly gets Aunt May killed. Spider-Man literally breaks into a prison. Beats the ever living shit out of Kingpin. And holds him. And then lets him live. Because Aunt May lived. And that is the only reason why Kingpin lived. From that moment is because Aunt May lived. And like. Spider-Man. That's something I love about the is He's not like. He's not doing this because of some kind of code like batman is he's, he's, he's doing it because he knows he's like that's not what a hero should do but he's
2: not trying to think of the right word for so it. okay i i get where you're going but going now with how that that theory can be used that spider-man is motivated by a more vengeful drive which is if you know, it's, it's the Batman thing, but Batman limits himself to not killing. If like you're saying, Spider-Man will kill if he, he has to, he's motivated more, you know, with a, with a vengeful drive. Tom Spider-Man is not motivated by that. His, mo- his motivation is compassion. That's why he was trying to help, you know, the sinister five. You know, he was trying to help all these, you know, these, other villains. Right. He wasn't trying to kill them. He was trying to restore them. Right. So his Spider-Man is also different from the rest because he, he's he's not motivated by, you know, the drive of Uncle Ben's death. You know, he has to find the killer and he sees the killer's face and all he and all these villains. But he's driven by a, a sense of compassion, a sense of understanding he's driven
0: empathy. But he's driven by that compassion after speaking with Aunt May. Aunt yeah. May is the one that tells him you should do this because this is what This is the right thing to do, and once she dies, that's.
2: He was was also trying to figure out what to do with them, because he he he, when he once he knew once he knew that their fate was to die at the hand of you know of a spider man of spider man, he wasn't he wasn't okay with that. It was Aunt May who who kept pushing that drive to to for him to save them. You know, once they got to Happy's apartment. That's when she kept motivating him but he was from the very beginning before even that he he had the empathy to help them out that's why he he, he got into that little fight with uh, hearing him calling it a little fight and Doctor Strange ended up locked in, a, in another dimension over these five dudes who he's never met and he's you know trying to save them. So yeah, I don't I don't think that I think this Spider Man is motive is not motivated by that ventral drive. So I don't think Tom Holland Spider Man's ever gonna fucking kill someone. Oh even if he could, he's not gonna do it.
1: I would like to add something to the Uncle Sprinkle Ben section. I would like to add something to the Uncle Ben section. So for Uncle Ben with Tom Holland Spider Man, Uncle Ben was almost like a cardinal sin for him. And like every time they try to mention Uncle Ben, Aunt May just stops him. Like it the wound is so fresh. Especially in Homecoming. It's more apparent in Homecoming. Yeah. You don't see it too much in the second movie. It's it didn't hit home until that third part in the movie where they mention what Uncle Ben said and then Aunt May tells him. And all and you can tell that Peter Parker has PTSD over his role in Uncle Ben's death. If you ever had a family member passing and you have those regrets, sometimes you will forget and then something will trigger it and all those emotions just came Mm -hmm. back in. And that's something that kind of touched me in a way because I recently had a family passing and then I, I forgot so many things and then... I remembered something and all those emotions just came in all at once. So I like the aspect of those characters mentioning that. And a lot of people just don't pay attention to Phil. They just want to escape. But that was a good thing that they actually add that when they when all the Spider-Man just remembered Uncle Ben and then Tom Holland just realized that and there was more emotion in his face. And then he remember Aunt May said it to him, and it just came full circle. Yeah. That got way too deep, but... you good. I handed
2: over the shovel to you, and you just kept burying, and we found gold. You found gold with that.
3: Uh,
0: How do we... How do we like, though, the way that they brought the three Spider-Men together? Like... Cause I was, we got to see them interacting with MJ, which Andrew walking in is not my favorite scene, but it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie of just, he walks in MJ throws the bread and they just have that fun little banter where she's like, Oh, I thought you had the tingle thing. And he's like, Oh, I do just not for bread. You can
2: clearly tell that Andrew Garfield fucking loved being Spider-Man and he yes. showed it in this movie. He was, he brought it, he brought he brought his game to this and fucking movie.
0: This is, this is why, like, I've always told people, I'm like, Andrew Garfield is not a bad Spider-Man. He's a great Spider-Man with a shit script. And had Sony backed off and let Mark Webb and him make the movie that Mark Webb wanted to make, I, I firmly believe we would have had three plus Andrew Garfield movies. Easy.
2: Who knows? Maybe with, like, with the... the, the... Uh, we're gonna call it the Andrew, the Andrew songs, the Garfield songs, the Andrew Renaissance that we're currently under right now. Who's who, who's to know? He 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 proved in the movie that not only, um, okay, I'm gonna be controversial right now because that's what I like to be. But he, out of the three of them, he was kind of the best, the the, the scene stealer. You know, he was. I, I was I was more focused on his Peter Parker and his Spider Man whenever he was around i i was expecting that you know that 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 quick commenty you know you know what he he the hit, how he works as uh, spider-man the quick banter and all that stuff i was expecting that and i got that and i got so much more from him you know his he was a spasty little agsd self um so getting to see that again you you he, he you fell in love with the character you you fell in love with this with this, with this actor who was performing a role that he truly loves. And he didn't get the chance to finish his story. And getting this opportunity now. You know he does as best as he fucking can. And I hope that everyone so in Sony saw it. And they might reconsider the possibility of you know giving him that chance to, to end his story or. Or at
0: the very least, at the very least, if we don't get Amazing Spider-Man 3, we get confirmation that Venom, Morbius, and all these other um, separate Sony movies exist in Andrew Garfield's, and that's how we get them back. Like, at the very least, if you don't want to do another movie just because, I get it, for like, the casual moviegoers that are going to these movies, it would be a little bit like, oh, so... We still have this one going on while Tom Holland's Spider. Like for the average moviegoer, that's going to be confusing. For us, oh, yeah, for us, we're gonna love that regardless because that—that's our shit. Like, yes.
2: I honestly think if if what Tom if if what Andrew Garfield said in the movie that he wasn't holding back his punches and all this shit, if Morbius and Venom take place within. Um, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man universe, the the graffiti that we see in the Mobius trailer that says "murder" and behind it is, you know, it's printed pre- across the a uh, Spider-Man, but it's Toby Spider-Man's um, picture, and in the movie itself, because you know the, these trailers end up doing fake images and all this bullshit to misdirect people, but you know we end up getting to see Andrew Spider-Man, a painting, a a, a, a picture of it in the wall and it's painted with murder and that's you know him holding back his punches and he ended up murdering someone and there you go he you know he killed someone because we also got the Oscorp Tower in um,
0: Morbius it's the, the same Morbius logo
2: but the, the, the one thing though that's, that's that's throwing me off and I think it, you know throws other people off is that fucking Michael Keaton is also in the movie so how can he could he be a, a variant like it's,
0: it's established that like variants can't look the same they don't have to look different. So, like, he yeah, could also, be a variant.
2: It's coincidental to coincidental the variant within that all, same universe that's also the Vulture. Maybe... It could, happen, it could happen.
0: He could be the Vulture. Maybe he has a different suit in Morbius. Like, I don't know. It is still very, like, what the fuck's going on because, like, we see the Raimi-era Daily Bugle. We see um, Mark Webb-era Oscorp logo. Venom reference, and then Michael Keaton's Vulture. So, like, it's very it's very convoluted, and you're like, what the fuck's going on? But I think the easiest way they could do it is just, oh, yeah, no, it's a variant. This one looked like had all this leftover Stark tech and Alien tech from Battle of New York. That's how he made his. This one's, you know, just got a different suit. That's not as high-tech. My
2: only hope is that Mobius ends up meeting... Blade, because if they're gonna bring vampires, I mean, at some they just you know they're gonna bring them over to the MCU at some point. You know, if they're gonna go with the effort of doing this, they fucking better.
0: I want to see. But, I, I want to see Mirhashali's blade kick the ever living shit out of Jared Leto.
1: I'd pay money for that. True. true. Let's just call it spade a spade. That movie is gonna be a hot mess. It was developed during the tumultuous time when Sony and Marvel were beefing. They weren't sure what they were going to do. I wonder if they're going to just fix some mistake. Do you think think it's going to be
2: a hot mess as Dark Phoenix? I don't know. I still haven't seen that movie. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I still haven't watched that movie. Oh, wait.
0: No, I did watch Dark Phoenix. Yeah, that movie was bad. Uh, I,
2: I, I did not want to see that. I, I I just it couldn't. has some redeemable qualities. Does it? It does. I, okay. I listen. I have a very controversial view on life and a lot of things. I've proven that already. But in these movies, these terrible, fucking, terrible, shitty movies, I end up liking them because they have some sort of redeemable thing. No, built. listen. Some I, things can work, and you can build them up to a lot. You want you want to hear our,
0: you want to hear a controversial opinion because I have. Very rarely found anybody to ever agree with me on this, but I will stand on this hill. I will die on this hill. The best of the X-Men, the Fox X-Men franchise, is still better than
1: the MCU. Wait, which one?
0: The best of the Fox X-Men franchise is better than the MCU.
1: Yeah, Logan's really hard to top, and Deadpool, Deadpool 1 and 2 are pretty solid movies.
0: X-Men Days of Future Past is one of my favorite superhero movies of all time
1: yeah i agree on that
2: one i agree on
0: that one like first class even though you know they do my boy darwin
2: very dirty in that movie i fucking love i still love first class how okay i don't wanna i don't wanna tiptoe and dance on eggshells upon this subject (laughs) but have you guys noticed that in the x-men movies any actor of color yeah it's because brian singer's a racist
1: Yeah, because Brian Singer's
2: racist. Uh, I mean. Okay. Okay. Listen, I was trying to be nice, but we're gonna call this baby. Yeah, Brian Singer. I don't care, racist. yo. It's, tr- it's it's about to be twenty twenty two. It's <laughs> fucking racist. He fucking killed Darwin, who cannot fucking die. He his literally became a him from dying. He literally became also, a god you of death. Know,
1: he, he he's in a lot of heart water. Um. <laughs> yeah, because he likes to touch little boys. Mhm. Yep.
2: I said it's okay, you guys
1: yeah because uh yeah. <laughs> yikes but um but outside but yeah, no, of that it's fucking
2: disgusting that you're gonna bring two of the best mutants it, i mean granted darwin no one really knows so much about darwin but bishop you're gonna bring bishop into the story a mutant whose power is literally to harness energy and have and him die by energy and have him die. thank you i'm just Uh, What were you going to say, Aaron? (laughs) That is a level of bullshit that we haven't seen in this country since... Actually, we were looking at that level of bullshit in this country. But you know what we mean. What I mean, at least. Last
0: January, you mean?
2: January
1: 6th. Yeah, January
0: 6th, yeah. Uh, What were you going to say, though,
1: Aaron? (laughs) Oh, I I was saying that uh, you're right about the X-Men movies. The best of the X-Men... I think the MCU will top that. But it, it will take time. I think it has potential. I mean, it has. Oh, it, yeah. does, oh, yeah. it does have potential. Especially with how the X-Men comics.
2: At least with the House of X. Um, the way they've presented the X-Men. It gives a lot more potential for them to be an integrated part into the MCU. And other and also since the Eternal, Eternals now are are actually bio-androids since they're no longer what they were presented as in the comics. It gives more of the full room for mutants to be a side effect of the blip, which is, you know, a theory that have been, they've been you know, thrown around for how the... Well, we had three snaps on the Earth. MCU. What? So
0: we had three different snaps on Earth, and that's a lot of cosmic energy to yeah. go around. yeah
2: uh (laughs) so (laughs) we also have multi the multiverse of madness which is coming and wanda can accidentally pull people from different um dimensions i don't want that i don't want that it would be so cool if they bring certain actors who played you know mutants from the from the for cameos
0: in that movie yes i don't want that to be the case I don't, I, I don't want. Sophie I want
2: Kofi Turner. Listen, yeah. I don't want Kofi Turner back as Jean Grey. She was so good as Jean Grey. Let her, let my girl Sansa Stark do her shit.
1: <laughs> we can definitely have those actors come back. It's just that, um, you know, they don't need to be pulled in. They could just be variants. Like, like we we don't need to have um, characters being blipped in, and it, it would just cause a whole lot of problems with different directors, different visions it would just be a headache years down the line and i'm looking at it from years down the line if it was done today it would be awesome but years down the line if the mcu has a bad movie oh my god that will be uh, catastrophic
2: um uh, I mean, they had, they survived dark world so my my biggest
0: thing is the x men were an allegory for the civil rights movement And they have always been an allegory for minority groups. I think there is a story there to tell that these people have existed in the MCU since day one, but nobody has really paid attention to them. And what if there is finally a big moment where like, oh, now the spotlight's on them, but now it's on them in a bad,
2: negative way. Like, I think there is a... Story there to, to tell, in the Civil War story, except doing it on a much global scale, focusing targeting on a specific group of people who are, who you know don't assume a secret identity. It, they're living with a condition that, that makes them walk through that's walls. That's the so point. That, that, no, that's
0: the point. Like they're these people that just exist. And now they have this bigger target on their back, so that maybe they didn't have. Like they
2: maybe had this target on their back, but it wasn't as big. What if, what, what if they just if they okay? I get where you're going. I you But that's the problem that they ended up having in the comics. They ended up having a problem with the entire world was filled with mutants. You know, there were way too many mutants. You know, the, the specialty, the uniqueness of of the mutation was you know spread out.
1: Yeah, and uh, what we... could what could be an awesome catalyst for that is um, Scarlet Witch, Westview that got people shook and imagine if that happened a couple more times or they could have easily pulled um comic book civil wars you know an explosion people died and then people just got afraid all of a sudden
2: like why didn't you simple the simplest way in multiverse of madness they bring in a couple of mutants just a couple of mutants that's it we plant the mutants in and then because i just i feel like like that that is is a very and then they screw up and then
0: that's when the whole world starts getting afraid. the only reason i don't like that is because that's a little
2: lazy to just pull them in from another universe well, i think there is a more lazy saying oh they've just been there all the time but you know they've been quiet it's the same thing they did with eternals it's lazy writing saying "Oh, these characters who are super fucking powerful really can't do anything because they can't intervene in their own planet which they're guarding same with mutants you're gonna tell me that wolverine has been to you watching Thanos fucking shit up and he's literally there yes. with dementium, and he can't do anything because Professor Xavier No, like, no, no, no,
0: no, 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 no that's, right. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they <laughs> couldn't do anything.
1: Oh, Wolverine could have been doing some stuff. He could have been Wolverine doing been um, been doing legit stuff. Like, he, he's with Department H. He probably would have been assassination. It could have been like a Winter Soldier situation. Yeah, Wolverine. like Wolverine will be simple. The thing this the, is easiest.
0: The thing that this can do yeah, no, yeah. is I broaden... Mean,
2: that's the first thing that came to mind, obviously. It, the, it, it the, thing that,
0: the thing that this could do, if they just act like they've existed, is this now broadens the MCU even further. Because that means, like, yeah, no, there are so many different avenues in this universe that some people never fucking knew about. Like, maybe Nick Fury up.
2: knew about them. But we also fear, we're also walking into a point with the MCU that's going to be over overcrowded. We have mutants, we have superheroes, we're going to have vampires, we have witches, we have warlocks, we have... But that's alien- not going to...
0: But hold on, that's not going to change if you introduce them, whether as always there or introduce them through another universe. Like, that's not going to change it, no matter what, this universe is going to get overcrowded.
2: I agree, but, but but yeah, I agree. In my opinion, that's it, the regardless of how they do it, if they put themselves in a situation that it's going to kind of come off as lazy writing if they just say oh they've been there all along but been hiding pluck them in from another I won't universe. lie. I no don't think there's there. I don't think
0: I don't think there's any situation that doesn't get seen as like this is lazy lazy writing yeah. like there's no the good there's no true back. there's no true good way to introduce the x men no but i think you set yourself up for a very interesting story as this group of this minority group who is now just tried to stay low, and not fuck shit up. Have just been trying to stay low because they're looked at as different and evil and monsters. Now has this bigger target on their back, and maybe because of things like Westview in other situations, like I don't know. I think there's an interesting story that could be told there. Uh, but we're this is supposed to be a Spider-Man roundtable.
2: This uh, is flowing with the with whatever the spirit wants us to move and we've gotten into a deep uh yeah this is uh
1: it. this is not only a spider-man table but it's the future of the mcu <laughs> this
0: is Spider- this is, this is the mcu round table the mcu this is the mcu round table spider-man no way home
2: uh <laughs> this is where we bring our concerns of how kevin feige sleeps at night with his hats I I firmly yeah, believe I, I
0: don't I, envy that man at all. I firmly believe that man just sleeps with hats. Like his bed is just made out of hats.
2: His blankets I just made out he of gets hats. Home, I believe that he has a basement and it's just like a giant, giant ass greenhouse. Of giant I should room. probably shut up Please because I out. I
0: would love to like either talk to him or just work for him one day so I should probably shut up. Yeah, oh, the brain. <laughs>
2: but still, I totally I, feel, I totally think that the dude like he gets home and he like turns off his brain for any way he can because of how much he has to keep thinking of building and growing a world that's in his in his mind all the time. So, yeah, no, I think it's just incredible the, the how he has to do all of this and it's just it's getting way more complicated now. Well, he complicated him. He did kind of do it to himself.
0: Uh, So, moving back to Spider-Man, we were going to move into the big, big spoiler of it all. Toby and Andrew coming back. They are now officially a part of the MCU. They're on the website as a part of the MCU. Uh, And just, what was it like? Because for me, seeing it opening night, I think that was a bigger reaction than any of the big moments in endgame opening night. Like my theater absolutely erupted. We were clapping, cheering, people cried. Like it was huge. It was monumental. Um and even seeing it again Monday night, people were cheering and clapping and stuff. So, what was that moment to you guys watching both Andrew and Tom show up?
1: Um for me, I saw the movie with my dad, and I thought it was a wave of nostalgia, because we watched all the Spider-Man movies together, and it was kind of like a tradition. It just felt it gave me a lot of warm feelings that I haven't had since going back to the theaters when I saw Eternals. Turtles. It gave me that feeling of nostalgia, and I guess that it gave me the magic that the movies gave me. This pandemic kind of made me realize that we took that theater experience for granted.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that was a... That, yeah, everybody got that I Yeah,
0: forward. I was... I, you finished, I was
2: waiting for uh, Jose to chime in. Um. I, I, I'm jumping on everyone's um, tails here, so I'm just going to wait my turn. So everyone doesn't think I'm rude as fuck. <laughs> oh, don't so, worry. Then don't, then, worry. Then, don't worry. Don't worry. The list isn't. I already th- jumped on you. So shush. So, then no, then no, no. Andrew... <laughs> go ahead. Not? When, no, go ahead. When Andrew showed up, it felt like. You know, the moment when Captain grabbed Mjolnir in Endgame. And then not only that, when he called it When he called him. And he said, Avengers assembled," And you felt like that whole completion of a journey, you know, this big, beautiful painting you were seeing before you. You got that in that brief moment when he took off that mask. Like, I felt like, oh my God. It, it, it was a euphoric, amazing, beautiful feeling. Everyone in my theater started clapping and screaming. I was with my, with my boyfriend and he held my hands. He was like, no, too excited. I need you to calm down. Because I was too excited. I was a little. I was. I was. Nonsense. Really more when, when Andrew showed up for Toby.
0: Well, but uh, as previously said,
2: that's your favorite. Yes, it is my favorite because Andrew Garfield is a beautiful human being. It, but yes, I was also excited for Toby, but mostly more excited for. So yeah, uh,
0: much like you guys, I was just ecstatic. Um, as somebody who like Spider Man is my all-time favorite comic book character, favorite superhero. And um, the first Spider-Man movie is what really got me into wanting to pick up a comic book. So seeing Toby walk through there, but walk through there not in his costume, but in just, like, this loungewear clothing. just Youth
2: pastor
1: attire. Yeah,
0: youth pastor attire. It's cool, cool, cool <laughs> youth
2: pastor attire, my bad
0: hit the nail on the head so perfectly because I was like, of course he's not going to just be wearing his suit roaming around. No, he's just going to be probably at home, sitting down, waiting to see if he needs to go out as Spider-Man. And so, yeah, of course, if he gets pulled in, he's going to walk through in this just loungewear attire. But Andrew's in his suit already. Uh, but as as you said before, like Andrew stole every scene he was
1: in. Like, yeah, always remember that Andrew Garfield got nominated for an Academy Award. Yes. That, that for is... Silence. Great movie, by the way.
0: And so seeing them both was great. He got
2: some for Tick, Tick, Boom, too. Did he? I think so.
0: I haven't seen. I'm going to Google it. Uh, But I think, like, just seeing him walk in and interact and, like, Try to prove that he's actually Peter Parker in Spider-Man was perfectly just, it it was the best scene possible. He has one of my favorite lines in the movie, which is, you are a deeply mistrusting person and I respect that. It, just the way he delivers it, the entire like nuance of the scene,
2: absolutely perfect. I still need to watch that. I mean you can tell you that that moment when he kept, when he grabs MJ you know in that that brief moment of him like oh my god I did it I could do yep. it that that's the whole that's there that right there that's the money shot that's it that's it the whole movie his entire career his entire arc as Spider-Man is concluded with that brief moment of him coming to closure with when he did that also, I had a joke. Like oh, I, no. I kept joking with my boyfriend that it was gonna be Toby who grabs her, because if you see the if you see all his movies, he no one falls, like, no no one dies from a fall. He mm-hmm. grabs everyone. So I was like saying like oh, I was gonna be Toby. Toby's he literally catches her.
0: his Gwen Stacy through like all this <laughs> he rubble.
2: Does no one under on under on Toby McGuire's watch falls down? But Andrew though. One of the details,
0: details I love about when Andrew catches uh, MJ is he's not focusing on webbing her. He's focusing on how he is falling because he's trying to propel his entire body so he falls faster. Rather, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, he's more just focused on grabbing her. And so that's why he webs her. And it was just that like nice detail to show that like he learned... And he's he doesn't want anything like that to ever happen again. It just makes it that much more impactful for when he catches her and saves her. Yeah. Uh, let's talk some more about uh, their just banter. Um, about like Can we just talked them... about the
2: biggest elephant in the room, which is Toby uh, Andrew cracking Toby's back.
0: Yeah, go for it.
2: <laughs> I mean, what else can I say? Two beautiful men, two beautiful Spider-Man. A meme coming to life. Actually, they did the meme twice in the movie. The whole pointing the fingers mm-hmm. at each other. Yeah, I had
0: to I have had to point that out to people so many times that they literally did it twice because the everybody keeps pointing to when they're on at the statue of liberty i'm like yeah but they did it earlier like they did, they did it when it they're all in school. the lab in the lab yeah <laughs> peter yeah uh peter parker same same thing
2: <laughs> I, I i had her um there was this this uh this youtube lady i'm not gonna name her because she's fucking crazy uh grace randolph i'm gonna rant uh, what grace randolph well, I didn't say it, but yes, her. Um, Yo, I don't and, care. What's okay, what she well, gonna well, do? Like okay, when Grace like, Randolph, because she's she she's a character. She started going on a tangent about how Toby wasn't the leader of the group. Oh, Toby, since he was classic Spider-Man, he should have been the leader of the group. No, He's, you know, no. Toby has never worked in a team. Neither He's has Andrew. Andrew.
0: That's why they they literally have it there to spell it out for you. How like,
2: what? <laughs> like the arguments like oh but toby had um harry no that doesn't count as a team no no that's not a team that that doesn't count it doesn't count as it doesn't count but, yeah, no, the, the, the argument that Toby Spider-Man should have been the leader of the group, it's just, you know, it's insane. It's, 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 it's nuts. So, wait, that was – Grace Randolph said that? Yeah, Grace Grace was the one who started going on the tangent when she <sighs> was watching the point review video. She started going on like, oh. No, I, I try, try not to watch any of her content. I stopped watching her content. Uh, what was the last thing I saw? I think I saw the first – two minutes of the do of her Dune spoiler review and then she started going like this movie it's about a white savior i'm like no bitch, you got it wrong i'm done with it. <laughs> i do not talk about my spicy sand book like that
1: uh for me I, I i like her content to a certain fault um she her her work is very harmless as long as she don't say the n word or comes in with a Trump hat all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm okay. My
0: she has been very ableist in the opinions. past, though. She's been ableist in the past, though.
2: Yeah, and she's. she's I wish I could find she it because actors of color too mm-hmm. in very poignant ways. There was and somebody. Within...
0: There was somebody during like when the Me Too movement first started, like picking up steam. There was. She attacks somebody for coming out, like speaking out. Maybe not uh, really attacked, but just
2: like she like the only, um, the only thing from her that I know is that believe him. the director from Birds of Prey. Which was so and, saying, hmm? no, no go for it. No, it's just that I just had to take a deep breath in and open the the the, 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 the catalogue in my brain roller dicks in my brain I remember the movie okay so she whoa my tv just did something weird uh, so she um started saying about that the movie featured the, the 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 they had a usb they had a, a dig pick from uh black mass and that was the whole thing about the movie and then what kathy yeah so she was saying that the movie was because it was some revenge thing that they had a dig pick or a usb and they were trying he was trying to get it back and all this other crazy nonsense. And, God, I can't remember the director's name. Kathy Yan? Katherine
0: It's Kathy Yen or Yan. something like that. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like Kathy yeah, Yan.
2: something. I don't want to be offended because I actually like her work. Um, So, no, she came on and she was like, no, you're, what you're speaking is lies. That never happened. That was never part of the script. That wasn't even part of a discussion in the early stages. That was never part of the story. And grace started defending herself so saying oh no that was sources that uh, that said this um, and they were like well, name your sources because no one within my team she never who was in this st- state uh, you know starting this whole thing you know said that I was ever a discussion and she didn't state her sources And you know grace has a little bit a little flimsy since that from that from that opponent on yeah Uh,
0: to get away from the Grace Randolph of it all, because uh, I don't need an entire show of us just bashing somebody else. Um, what? How did you guys feel watching the once they finally work together? Because my favorite part in the whole movie—we'll just get there. We'll get there because we're running at like an hour forty minutes already. Um, my favorite nothing for me. My, my favorite yeah, part is nothing. My favorite part of the movie is. Watching them finally all three work together and web swinging, and you see Tom turn and thwip Andrew and uh, Toby. That way they get more momentum, and then they all finally land on the head of the Statue of Liberty. Um, That's beautiful I think, shot. Yeah, it's shot beautifully. Um, what comes right before it of them not working well together, and like accidentally, um, I think it's Toby who shoots a web and accidentally clotheslines Andrew. Um, and to just then see that moment is everything for me. So uh, what is your guys' favorite m- moment in the entire movie?
1: Favorite moment in the entire movie? Um, I actually like the scene towards the end. I like that scene where, where he was fighting Green Goblin. And he was picking up the glider and just... The emotional aspect of that scene was beautifully done. It shows the range of the actors. And, like, and I just want to say, William Dafoe was in his bag. Like, yeah. he does not get enough credit. This is, like,
0: he, I guess, his
1: top five roles that he's done. Yeah,
0: like, he was absolutely amazing in this movie. Terrifying to watch. Um, and I'm going to mention this really quick while we're on the topic of Green Goblin in this movie just because if my buddy listens to this and I don't mention it, I know he's going to give me shit. But there's a moment when Peter goes to feast and he's talking to Aunt May. If you watch uh, Green Goblin in the background, he literally goes, pulls the like box of donuts or bagels, looks over, snatches one, puts it in his pocket, and then snatches another one, puts it in his other pocket. And it's absolutely one of the funniest scenes in the movie. Because you just, like... Peter and Aunt May are just having this nice conversation. And you just watch as Willem Defoe in the background just pulls it close. And then, like, he looks up to see if they're watching him. Snatches it really fast. And then snatches another one really fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just... It's pure comedic gold. Uh, but I know if I don't mention that, my friend will probably give me shit so i have to mention it um but to back up your part your favorite scene something i love about that sequence as well is when toby jumps in to stop him uh tom doesn't even stop immediately he actually tries to push even harder like he doesn't care that toby's there he just wants to kill green goblin and it was a it was a thing I noticed in that sequence that like it makes it hurt that much more emotionally in that scene. Yeah.
1: I have a feeling they're gonna make a what if of that scene.
0: Oh no what doubt. Are we
1: getting what if season two? Yeah.
0: Finally. Finally, gonna understand. You know, Gamora. <laughs> <laughs>
2: My favorite scene was when they were discussing the web shooters. <laughs> they were perplexed with Toby's organic webs. <laughs> I really
0: rather not talk about this. Are you teasing me? No, 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 no.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's it's honestly it's honestly the the elephant in the room with the Spider Man thing. Like, how can he Yeah, why shoot does them from his body?
0: Does it come out of anywhere else? I do.
2: It does. You can ask Mary
0: Jane. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, his cum, the cum, the is cum is just radioactive. He does. Because yeah, his the cum, the cum, cum is radioactive.
2: Is radioactive.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a really oh, weird yeah,
2: spider ray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Talk about birth control. <laughs> no. That's one way to stay abstinent. <laughs>
0: No, we can't have sex why? Cuz I'll literally kill you.
1: <laughs>
2: then I'm into it.
0: Well,
1: I hope they won't go into that aspect of
0: Spider-Man. I really hope not.
2: <laughs> I really hope not. He's going to college. He's going to experiment. I, 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 I that's 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 a whole point. Wait, wait no. I don't think he's going to college. He's they, stay if, in the apartment.
1: If if they're going to go that route, then it has to be with a character like Black Cat, but it has to be tasteful. Why can't it
2: um, it be with Harry Osborn? Why can't Peter Parker (laughs) have a boy-on-boy moment? It's 2020. Wait. It's 2022 soon.
1: I mean, you know, it can't be like on screen like uh, like in uh, in Eternals.
2: They can have a moment where they can just stare at each other like we did something.
1: Yeah, like that. That that actually makes sense
2: because that will be more intense. at, you know, Timothy Charmander and Tom just staring at each other passionately, longing like we touch dicks, but we can't talk about it.
0: <laughs> we we know. We know. We <laughs> you know. We share We shared a peach. Jesus. Um, <laughs> we're getting spicy today. You're welcome. Uh yeah, so that entire third act is 20 years of storytelling, I think, just yeah. wrapped up, and I think it's done in I think the best way possible. Like I don't there might be a better way you could have done it, but like I can't think of one better way. we have
2: two we have two elements right there. We have the MCU building up of some stories from a groundwork building it up to the point that you can believe that all of these stories will involve magic and time travel and multi-dimension it'll be totally fine you'll be bu- you you'll be on board with those stories but not only that into the spider-verse did a huge work a huge build-up for the foundation of the multiverse in the spider-man realm so without that movie we wouldn't get you know tom and andrew and toby back because that movie was you know the 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 doorway the gateway for for the larger mcu multiverse story yeah and then in a couple years dc's gonna do it (laughs) i mean they're gonna do it this this next year I mean, they were supposed to do it first, but you know, everyone else got ahead.
0: Um, with like how much money this movie has already made in its first week, clearly Sony and Disney are going to do bring them back in some way or
2: do another Spider Verse live action film. Let's keep in mind this is this is post COVID time money. Yeah, so it, it's it's a lot for what that for what, um, you know, for what's going into the theaters right now, you know, movies that you expect to be bringing big bucks are not doing as great anymore because of the times that we're living in, you know, some president. No, no, it's just
0: like Ridley Scott said, it's because everybody wants to see these Marvel movies.
2: No, no, <laughs> because you, you got you got a movie like West Side Story. And people are expecting this movie, and then they end up getting a child predator like Ansel Elgort right there. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, well, he's not alleged there's evidence. But you know, you. I was gonna
0: you, say, say no, he. <laughs> it's
2: real. Saying, but you know, you end up, you, you 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 people are putting out these movies that. Yes, at one point, there would have been great Oscar bait movies and they would have done remarkably well within the market in at, at the, that they were performing in. But now people are looking for a comfort. They're looking for films in which they've they've grown an attachment for or, or big stories that, that transport you to a completely different realm. Like, you know, Dune or what MCU is doing or, you know. The suicide squad which did remarkably well within you know what it was for the pandemic time is in a dc movie you know so yeah
0: yeah uh hmm. but just really quick with the success of this movie do we think it will be long until we see them maybe interact again or if they do another spider-verse like crossover will they i don't think
2: Toby's going to come back who Toby's do you think
0: do they would bring in? Do you think they'll do Tom, Andrew, and, I don't know, have Shamik Moore come in as a live action Miles?
1: Or... Um, I don't think so. I think they'll may have a live action Issa Rae as Spider-Woman. I think I mean, that's possibility.
2: Aren't they already casting Spider-Woman and Olivia Wilde's directing that movie?
1: Yeah. Is but... that still happening? Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I guess so, but we, we don't know, man. Sony Sony just doing whatever they want now. Yeah, no there's... shade to Sony because I'm trying to get a job to work on one of their projects. Oh, but, oh, oh really? Um, really? Yeah. Tell, tell well, them we I'm...
0: got a show. Tell them we got a show. <laughs> uh,
1: well, it, it's a well known show, but it has a lot of controversy. But I've been trying to get on that show for quite some time. But yeah, most yeah. likely it's not going to happen, but, you know. Hey,
0: manifest that shit.
1: There's yeah, manifest in sequel.
0: But uh, no, I was also saying tell them tell 'em we, <laughs> yeah, we got a show. Tell them
1: we got a show.
0: them we got a show. We need we need money. Yeah, we got a show. <laughs> Anybody has Sony that listens to this, we have a show. You wanna, you know. Yeah, we
1: got an awesome <laughs> pitch.
0: Email me. <laughs> my business email is in my bio on Twitter. Um
2: where were we? Uh oh. You are pitching a story to Sony. No, Uh,
1: (laughs) if we talk about our favorite scenes in the movie. Yes, and then we
0: move to um, if they do another one. What would we like to see if we get to see Toby?
2: And I said Toby's not going to come back because Toby, Toby was really. But what would you what would you want
0: them to do, or like which characters would you want them to bring in if they were to do this again?
1: I wonder if um, they shot a scene in which they killed off Toby. I wonder if they actually shot a scene just in so. case that happened. I, I have a feeling they did that and I I, 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 I think it. they
2: filmed a version of the movie without Toby. I think that exists. I think they, they filmed an entire movie without Toby. And when, once he decided to sign the contract because they, they were going to pay him a sufficient amount of money that he was okay with. Then they you know did a couple of reshoots, and they added him into the movie. because in certain certain scenes he looks like he's standing in a green screen,
0: yeah, but, but I, I think, think there's
2: a version of the movie without him in it
0: I think I'm kind of leaning more to Aaron. I think there's a version where he doesn't survive the stab from Green Goblin,
1: yeah, because that seemed like a bad stab, and for him that, to just get
2: back up like he does. Uh, no one dies in Sam Raimi's universe. superpower, right there. Same as no one falls. This ain't Sam Raimi's universe, though. This is the MCU. He's still he's still part of the Sam Raimi universe, though. He vibrates in a different frequency. Oh, oh wait, God. that's Flash. That's Flash. Yeah, that's Flash multiverse logic. <laughs> how what does what how does MCU deal with dimensional vibr rules though? We'll, we're not gonna get to that discussion, but you know.
0: We'll, we'll wait until Loki Season die. 2
2: happens and see if they'll dive into that. I don't know. I think The way they portray time travel and interdimensional travel is kept. Man, we're not going to get into that either. Um,
0: no, I, I, I do think, though, I think Aaron's on to something. I think they, they might have a copy where Toby didn't survive his stab wound. Because I was fully prepared that if Toby was in it, that he was going to die.
1: Yeah, they, they were going to pull, like,
0: a Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was really prepared that if I saw him show up, he was going to die. And so when he got stabbed by Green Goblin, I was like, oh, God, this is it. I'm not ready for this. <laughs>
2: oh, I was. I, when, he's, when he got stabbed, I was like, oh, well, that's Disney's answer for any actor who's asking for too much money. <laughs> they're going to Han Solo you, buddy.
0: Unless you're Terrence Howard, then they're just going to fire you and recast your role.
2: Terrence Howard, man. Oh. oh, my brain just went to Cara, uh Oh, what is this, this bitch's name? Kara Dune.
0: Oh, who? Yeah, uh,
2: her. For if she's not important anymore. Literally. Um,
0: no, she's she's making a movie with Ben Shapiro. She's fine.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, oh, no, no, Ben Shapiro. Oh Schip- All J- oh, right, yeah. She's, she's gonna be so dry. So dry. <laughs> ben Chap- Ben's wife is dry, okay. <laughs> My okay, so he
0: Ben Shapiro doesn't know women are never. We won't get into yeah, I'm that. To
2: talk about, I'm trying to talk about Spider-Man, not about Ben Shapiro's inability to get women wet. Calm down. So I um the the dude who played Miles' voice in Into the Spider should Force. make more. I don't want him to show up in nope. a live-action Spider-Man. What do you got? What he's you too got? old, man. It's not only because he's too old. I want yeah. a I want a porter a an Afro-Puerto Rican actor in the role. I want a Hispanic actor portraying Miles. I don't want you know I I I I would like to see that representation on screen because that's very important for the role that Miles i was identity just as as puerto rican and and black is very I'm... defiant for the character yeah no i'm all for that
0: i was just thinking more of the reason like why he would show up is just you know that way it tied closer into spider-verse that was my only thought then process they
2: have to do the same for, for for Haley. they have to bring her out yeah. of bishop and into spider gwen yeah
0: I think that would be really... I
2: think that would be really fun, actually. I don't think, I don't think Kevin Feige is going to complicate himself that much. That's that's some DC-level complication shit, and I don't think he's into that. I think he's going to keep his toys nicely separated, and he'll rather get... Just fill him the role, and then there we go. Listen. But I, I, don't, I definitely don't think that the... They
0: technically the, already exist within the multiverse, so, like... Yeah. You've already
1: complicated yeah, it. Versions
2: of themselves, so they can stay within that universe as cartoons.
1: The yeah, they, they, could have, they could have got uh, themselves into a Legends of Tomorrow type situation where they can't have the yeah. same actor in one episode, and it will just make my head hurt.
0: Listen, I'm only doing this because I want to see Jake Johnson get to play Peter B. Parker live action. You, so you, so no, 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 no,
2: no. not no. to get that man into the role. And I to- I'm i totally here for you. Um, but no, no, no. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. You. Hold on.
0: Here's why. This is why. Because I'm tired of being gaslit by people who tell me I can't pick Jake Johnson as my favorite because he didn't actually, he wasn't like playing the role. Right. I literally had somebody tell me he... It wasn't quite acting. I was like, no, that's bullshit. Voice actors are actors. Doesn't I matter. It.
2: I, I totally respect what you're. I'm tired about. of being you're
0: gaslit. Like... Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally, yeah. again,
2: it's one of those situations. Where it's not gonna happen. It's, it's gonna not. Happen. No, it's not. No. It, it, I see. I always saw him more as the Uncle Ben of the MCU in my head, but he's still a little younger than Marisa Tomei. But who? Jake Johnson.
0: Playing you like know, Uncle
2: Ben. Oh, that'd be good. Like an Uncle Ben character, yeah. I think that'd be cool. But uh, if they do, if they do bring, if they do a big closing Spider-Man story, um, I don't think they will bring in like Spider-Gwen, the Spider-Ghost Spider, and any of that stuff. It will be cool if they do bring in, you know, Noir Spider, and it's, Nick, it's actually Nick, Nick Cage because that's the only actor they will I will allow. Uh, you just hate. You just hate. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. <laughs> Nick Cage is a great actor, and I don't want really think people. I don't want people to think I'm a. I'm a stan for Cage. though. Know? he has moments. He has moments of brief, but no, he did a good job as Noir Spider.
0: But um, well, that's because he literally just played Nick Cage,
2: like he does in every one of Nick his Cage, movies. Nick Cage does a great Nick Cage. <laughs>
1: But no, I don't. Oh yeah, there's actually a movie in which Nick Cage actually plays himself. Yep,
0: he he stars alongside Pedro Pascal
2: as himself. But I again, I don't think I if the possibility of it's done of a larger Spider Verse story, I don't think Toby's going to come back. If they do bring someone from the Toby's from the Toby's verse, they'll bring they'll bring in Mayday Parker, and it'll be more like again fan service, but done it in a nice way because she'll be, you know, Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man's daughter and everyone would be like, oh, it's cute. Um, I don't think that I, I, Andrew was going to come back. I do think that Andrew's going to come back 100%. If, if they
0: asked him, I firmly believe Andrew would, without a doubt, say yes. Because he genuinely, genuinely loves playing Spider-Man.
2: From Andrew's Spider- Spider-Man universe, I think we could get a, a, a lady Spider-Man. I think from his universe, we'll definitely have. I mean, Cindy Spider-Man. Moon.
0: Cindy Moon exists in the MCU, and she didn't
2: blip. Um, but for from Tom, from his MCU, you know, Spider-Man story, as I think that it will be a. a it's gonna be him and Miles. It's uh, It's. I do too. My, I get. My, yeah, I get. In my heart and in my head. I get the vibe am... that
0: they would do Miles before doing like Cindy Moon or um,
3: oh God, what's her name?
0: I, uh, Jessica Drew.
2: I, I think that all the rest of these stories that we're going to get these next three uh, Spider-Man stories is just going to be the build up for Tom's character to pass on the mantle as for the MCU Spider-Man to be Miles and for Sony to have its own Spider-Man.
0: We've been, we've been, we've been talking.
2: Which should be Andrew. Andrew should be Sony Spider-Man and then carry out a couple of movies and then give it out to to Ghost spiders. We've been talking a
0: lot. Uh, Aaron, what what do you think? What are your thoughts on this? On like the future of what they could, where they could
1: go. Where they can go, there's infinite possibilities. But at the same time, I totally understand they'll run into a Legends of Tomorrow issue. But it could be used as a joke. It may not be. Like, I would love to see um, Issa Rae in the MCU as um, Jessica Drew. She has the personality. And I can definitely see her bounce well off of um, Brie Larson's Captain Marvel. I can definitely Ooh, see them I... have that relationship. Yeah, that'd be fun. And plus, Issa Rae can definitely have that no-nonsense agent, but also could be funny. She has the charisma to be uh, Jessica Drew. And that's why I'm excited about... Um, um, Journey to the Spider Verse or whatever the name across the Spider Verse, like, yeah, across the Spider Verse, Part One, Part One, Part One.
2: Are we gonna? Is this movie gonna be a, like a, a, a two-parter and that's the trilogy, or we're we gonna get a trilogy of this movie? Uh,
1: it, it seems to be like a two-parter. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, in, film into the Spider Verse, this one and the other one. That's the trilogy right there.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, it cool.
0: looks. Like that's gonna be the case.
2: Okay. Thanks. I wonder if they're gonna
0: pull a Infinity War Endgame situation because Infinity War was supposed to be a part one and part two, and then they changed it to Infinity War and Endgame. It's well, the same thing. They just changed the titles. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I wonder if they'll do that instead. Like by the time we get to the next one,
2: or before that, they might even end up changing the title of this one. Just keep it regular without a part one. Yeah. That's also within their parameters.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I The only reason I think I would be okay not seeing it be Miles to get Pat, like Miles in the MCU, is just because we have Miles in Spider-Verse, and that's his franchise, and we're also getting that kind of storyline already in Insomniac's games. Like, we already have that, like, Peter mentoring Miles and then passing...
2: and that's the cartoons, though. I do think that Miles has a bigger possibility to show up in the MCU because they already established his uncle and homecoming.
0: No, I know. No, I know. I'm just saying, I think the reason I'd rather see, like, a different spider person get some light, too, is because, like, Miles is finally getting his recognition in other media. Oh, no,
2: I don't don't deny that but that's the, okay okay what I'm trying to say the MCU is like the bigger platform of the story having a character like Miles having that bigger representation of a actor of color playing Spider-Man there will be bigger will mean more within the other Spider-Man stories in the Spider-verse like in Sony they can they can play around and have other versions of Spider-Man for their stories or like Spider-Women if they must and, you know and they could connect the whole thing with oh god what's her name the, madam the, the, web the, madam web thank god you know but yeah they can connect the whole thing with Madame Webb And regardless of who where they are and what franchises they're all linked together by one single thread haha <laughs> but listen well, so i'm know, just for... manifesting that
0: sony is still working on this soap tv show because i want that show and yeah, it was for,
2: announced for, for i don't think so at this point maybe who knows but yeah, no. For for the MCU, I think they should only just. You know, it would be cool if they have Ghost Spider, but it's it's probably more hundred percent going to be, uh, it's going to be Miles. You know, Miles is that. the fan favorite. Miles is the one that people are like attached to, and Miles is, you know, this generation is Spider Man because you know he was introduced to just to this gen- current generation.
0: And we have Donald Glover to thank for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Thank you, Donald
2: Glover. Thank you, Donald Glover. Beautiful man.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go listen to uh, This is America now. Oh my god.
2: you <laughs> You so, so angsty. I know, right? Uh, I'm gonna listen to Algorithm. Alright. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh no, What what is it? Oh god, what's the song? I'm gonna go listen to a musical because I'm gay. <laughs> I want the record to know he said it, I didn't. Aaron didn't. He did. No, right? it's fine. I literally just listen to musicals all day at work because, you know, I work in retail and to keep myself centered and calm and happy and in a perfectly balanced way, I listen to okay, musicals the entire day. No, literally, you know, it's balanced. balanced. No, uh, I don't murder people.
0: I don't know. Do you guys have any more points you want to hit on with No Way Home or the future of Spider-Man in
1: the MCU? Yes, um, one thing that I liked is that um, that there is this one detail that I noticed and it took me a moment to realize that. When Doctor Strange was doing the spell the first time, you see six rings and Peter Parker said he saw five. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Strange was kind of not happy doing the spell. I think he was trying to erase Peter Parker's memory as well. Ooh. interesting yeah and he was saying he changed the spell six times and that when Dr. Strange said you trying to live two separate lives it made sense when he said that
0: so mm. I, I've heard a different theory about that and the one I heard was Dr. Strange was counting himself in that possibly those I are both re-
2: I heard a different theory, there was the reptiles. What? Lizard people. What? It was lizard people, you guys. Listen this, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, that's interesting. So like Peter would forget that he's
2: Spider Man or
1: Yeah, he would forget that he was Spider Man. Like Would he forget that he's
2: Spider Man or would he forget that he was Spider Man with those stories? Like you know, he's connected to the to the other MCU characters, but he still retained the the, the idea of himself as Spider Man. That would be, I, mean, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess and we'll never know.
0: We'll never know. <laughs> That's interesting. I'm gonna think on that now. Like and that what is that, is that the would mean.
1: Kanye West quote that I will use here.
0: Thank God. Listen, I love old Kanye. I don't like new Kanye. Um, uh,
1: the, it, to be honest, it, old Kanye is pretty much new Kanye. Yeah, that's true. Somebody to help hold him back. Yeah,
2: that's true. I believe people with mental illness should get help.
0: He, yes, he needs help, and nobody around him is getting him that help. I
2: I, I also s- believe that he's crazy. Thinks he's Jesus.
0: He legit is insane. <laughs>
1: Yep, yeah, that goes back to uh, to responsibility of your words and your actions yeah. and doing the right thing. And doing the right thing is very hard. Doing the right thing is very easy. As the lizard said in the movie, they will be consequences. When you try to fix people. I
2: thought the lizard said, Peter, I'm shutting. Go get the brush. <laughs> <laughs> what would a brush do? What? <laughs> it's for my scales, you stupid fuck. You don't brush scales. You don't know what I do with these brushers, boy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you owned a reptile? I don't know. I don't know if you want to brush their uh, skin. <laughs> oh, and skills. another
1: detail that I liked is that Sandman was in his sand form the entire time. Because I rewatched Spider-Man 3 and he was in sand form because he got caught in the machine at the end of 3. And he yeah. couldn't get himself back together. I like that detail.
2: You also know why they had to do that detail? Because he couldn't come back. Because he couldn't come back. Neither him or Ifrus Khan were available for because of scheduling problems. So they were like, no worries. He laid it the they, they, in the movie. They they, they both really wanted to the be in,
1: in the end, though. That I was
2: reused. It was reused from Spider Man 3. That was overused footage from um, Spider Man 3. And I think from Hope from Amazing Spider Man as well. One,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, but they came in and did voice work only. And, but they had other people who were also doing the motion cap for them because they, they couldn't come in for just the scheduling issues.
1: Oh, that was also interesting. Kobe. That's that's super interesting.
2: Yep. Oh, so Kobe. I thought, I thought that was the
0: case because I was like, there's no way they would only keep him in this form if he was actually on set. And yeah. then they yeah. showed him at the end, and I was like, was he there, but... You can
2: tell at the end that it does. It looks. It it, it kind of looks a little. It looks like I'm the Skywalker. Yeah. It looks a like little. You can unca- tell he's there, but is he really there? I'm
0: glad they didn't have him say anything in that scene because oh, that would have been weird. Mouths, mouths, and eyes. I think it is are like the hardest things to replicate because there's so many little muscles in our like yeah. face towards our mouth that you. It's extremely hard to replicate. If anybody's tried the uh Unreal Engine 5 thing with the Matrix that came out, impressive, amazing. But as they're talking to you, it's really unsettling. You they get very close to the uncanny valley, and it's very unsettling. That's scary. It's like let's say w- Skywalker talk. Like,
1: like I, I like the new Matrix film. It was Do okay. you? It, i have not was, watched it yet um i will say it's meta it's a very meta film i'm here for that <laughs> uh it is real <laughs> meta to the point where it's scary meta Ooh.
2: um
1: but there was it was okay you know it didn't they didn't have to make it but they did and i appreciated it where do you was rank a it scene at, um one four three and then two really okay easily it's easily the best matrix but it was an unnecessary sequel, so it's good. People have unholy expectations. It's not going to be better than the first one. It, yeah, it can't not. be. It, you can't. It can't be. I, it I'm st- saying this as som- all its own,
0: I'm saying this as somebody who matrix. The Matrix is my favorite film of all time. It's what made me want to be a filmmaker. And even I have to like go into this new movie with like, okay, there's. No way it can beat my ungodly expectations, so I need to like whew, take a moment.
1: <laughs> also, explains why some characters aren't in this film, and I'm so glad they remember that. And it made okay. me remember that, <laughs> and I actually had to remember that a small detail. Also, um, you know, Jada Pickett Smith, uh, Miss Toxic, yeah, we all <laughs> Miss Toxic she said some real shit in this movie i won't spoil that part but she said some real shit
2: uh, no she's movie. not she's misentanglements. tanglements <laughs> entanglements is that what the word she used entanglement uh, yeah yeah entanglement yeah she's misentanglements. good for her though
0: <laughs> so to wrap this up uh let it, us all go down and rank All the all the Spider-Man films throughout the years, um, from the first Raimi movie to No Way Home. What is our official ranking of those movies? And then we will each give a score on No Way Home individually. Uh, Whoever
1: wants to take that floor first. Okay, I'll take the floor first. Um, So, for all (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Man movies, um, Into the Spider-Verse is still number one. Then it's No Way Home. Then it's um, Spider-Man Two. Then it's The Amazing Spider-Man One. Then it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. And the rest. No, 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 <laughs> no. That's me. That's too cynical. Okay. Um, <laughs> let, let's let's uh, let's put Amazing Spider-Man. Then Homecoming. Then um, Far From Home. And then three at the very bottom. And then whatever short films you put at the bottom of it. The-,
0: <laughs> the ones that I probably will never watch in my life. Yeah. Okay. No matter what, remember, this is always going to get us hate. So just shoot shoot for it.
2: Okay, so, so I think my, my order... Let me be blasphemous here. It's going to be Amazing Spider-Man. And then... Uh, no Way Home. And then Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man 1, then we have Far From Home, and it's basically because of Mysterio, and I'm not staining Jack, Jake Gyllenhaal. I recognize that he's the villain of 2021, mostly because of Thanos' wife. Hold on, can, can you just explain to me why? I like? I feel like do I'm so...
3: Unpack,
0: do
2: you want to unpack that whole... I feel like right I'm now. just so out of loop and I don't understand what is going Next. on. All right, listeners, he's forcing me to unpack. Jake Gyllenhaal's a monster. Why? Because he took her scarf. What? It's it's okay. So if oh god, I can't wait for. Are you memeing? Are you memeing well, right I'm now? I'm not memeing. I'm not memeing. The scarf is a symbolism for her virginity. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Fair yeah, so. with her. No, it's like. Uh, so she was like 18 or 20 or some shit like that and he was in his 30s um, and he was kind of a dick to her in the relationship and apparently according to the 10 minute version of Too Well he may or may not have taken her virginity while they were visiting Maggie Gyllenhaal or his other I think he has another sister but I'm just assuming it's Maggie Gyllenhaal because that's how the story kind of plays out in the
1: I mean, you know, she broke Tom Hilston's heart. I mean, Tom Hilston hasn't been the same since Taylor.
2: Taylor Swift, um, you she know, she can date whoever she wants. I'm not judging, but whoever <laughs> dates her has to be has to be fully aware that they're going to be dope. They're going to be the they're next hit. They're going to be the next hit, or they're so going to be a 10-minute version. People
0: are mad at Jake all for taking her...
2: You need to listen to the song. Shane. I don't. I'm not listening to a 10-minute song. Listen, you don't understand the pain that girl, that poor girl, went through, okay? You're right. I
0: don't. That's why I'm not, like, I'm not yeah, saying why, anything. That's
2: what oh, yeah, so you need to You need to listen to Taylor Swift, okay? Okay. You need to understand why these random girls now upset uh, about a tank of relationship that happened 10 years ago. Okay. Was it 10 years ago? I think. I don't fucking know. But yes, as I was saying, then for From Home, we go to Homecoming. And then uh, the the worst two, from my opinion, is always going to be a Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3.
0: Whoa, Spider-Man
2: three whoa, awesome whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. <laughs> Spider-Man 3 is absolutely- No,
0: no, no, bad. no, no, no. You just said the last two are Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man
2: 3. No, the last two is Amazing Spider-Man two. Oh.
0: Okay, okay, you must have cut out for me. You must have cut out for me. Spider-Man,
2: Spider-Man, for Spider-Man me. 2 is my number, <laughs> what the fuck, I put it here. One, two, three. number four.
0: Okay, I thought, okay, you must have cut out for me because I heard Spider-Man 2. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Fighting no, no, no. words. Amazing,
2: Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a mess of a movie. And Spider-Man 3 is an even bigger poopy of a movie. Yeah. Uh,
0: we'll oh, to agree. I was actually,
2: I was living in New York. I was living in New York City when around that time that movie came out the city was like fucking filled with like spider-man shit everywhere in the city There were spider-man posters. It was like daily bugle newspapers. It was actually pretty cool and there were people saying uh, that every once in a while you can see in the building that they were Swinging something like a dummy or some shit like that. It was actually pretty nice.
0: Then the movie came out And everybody's like yo, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) Oh, Oh Ooh. The only thing redeeming in Amazing Spider-Man 2 was the Alicia Keys song.
2: I don't even remember that, so I don't think it was that redeemable. <laughs> it,
1: it was actually really good. It, it's pretty good.
0: I don't remember her having a song, but I'm sure I like it because it's, I, it's I like Alicia Kendrick Keys.
1: It, it's the Kendrick Lamar slash Alicia Keys song. No clue.
0: An oh, amazing so, Spider-Man too.
2: Howard was pregnant during that movie. The girl who oh, yeah, played was. Gwen, she was pregnant during the entire movie. You can tell in the movie that they were hiding the pregnant in certain scenes. Hmm, that's actually
1: interesting. That is yeah. really interesting. Also, I
2: don't remember that, but the Goblin Harry Harry. Oh my God, that movie? was Bryce Dell. What the? F- yeah, that was Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, the 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 Goblin that movie, they weren't calling goblin it was something else
0: that I feels that, that moment just made me feel like when uh somebody reminded me that elizabeth banks is in the Remy trilogy as betty brant and i was like oh my yes. god that is elizabeth banks what the hell <laughs> yeah all
1: right and oh yeah gotta... is also in there. oh yeah and...
2: the
1: guy from that 70s show
2: and joe Mc... mm manginelo or
1: Yeah, mango
2: is in the movie too
1: oh yeah i forgot
0: uh all right Uh, so i'm gonna give mine real quick uh my ranking of the spider-man movies is at number one of course spider-man into the spider-verse it's just a beautiful movie uh spider-man 2 or no sorry I'm reading my list how I had it written before. Uh, and then after Into the Spider-Verse, it's Spider-Man No Way Home, then Spider-Man 2, then Homecoming, then the first Raimi Spider-Man, and then The Amazing Spider-Man, then Far From Home, then Spider-Man 3, and then The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because that movie is just a mess. They're both messes. They're just <laughs> giant. Yeah. they're Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man 2 can flip-flop from time to time so they're just equally bad
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's a hot mess of a flip-flop right there sir i'm just gonna say that that's so there's sloppy bottom action there's a there's
0: aspects like i'll go back and re-watch spider-man 3 and there's aspects of that movie that i'll like i'll re-watch and i'm like oh my god i do love this part of the movie and so it'll move up above Spider-Man or Amazing Spider Man Two. And then I'll go back, rewatch Amazing Spider Man Two and be like, Oh, but there's aspects of this movie that
2: I really like, so like it just depends. I wanna say I, I, at one point I was kinda in of that same ball field, but that I think as time has progressed as time has progressed to this point, um, I am more lenient than I that I can find more redeemable qualities in Amazing Spider Man Two than I can find in Spider Man three. I think when I was re watching the movies again for to get ready for for no way home when i got to spider-man 3 i barely looked up at my at my uh at the screen from my phone like i could hear the movie and i know it's going but i was like i don't want to connect to this story because it's just a terrible story and the way they handle these characters is it's, it's well yeah it that's what happens more campy than what it's supposed to feel
0: that's what happens when raimi tells them i don't want to touch venom because i don't know much about that character and sony goes no but you have to do venom
2: yeah, and then you get amazing Spider-Man too when you have the extreme over interference from the studio. And because the they want a weird. Sinister Six movie. They wanted Sinister Six. They wanted Mary Jane. They wanted Black Cat. They wanted. Listen, I want Black Cat. <laughs> no, we ain't getting Black Cat now. We fucked and, up on that. And like the actress was perfectly
0: cast. Like
2: no, no, yes, Clary Foy. Was is is a brilliant actress, but she did a no no when she decided to play Elizabeth Salander. Who for wait who? That's the okay. So, God, let me let me I'm, I'm educate. So, Clary Foy took over the role of of Rooney Mara as Elizabeth Salander in the Girl, Two. Sequel. It wasn't you know Rooney Mara did the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Uh, Clary Foy did the. Not the direct sequel from that one. She did the first book of the new trilogy, which is... uh, Where the fuck is that? I can see it from here. Is the girl...
0: No, I'm just trying to figure... Who did she play in Amazing Spider-Man
2: 2? She was uh, uh, Black Cat. No, she wasn't. That was Felicity Jones. Yes. She was supposed to be Black Cat at some point.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She played... I forgot Felicia already was in that movie. That's that's how forgettable that movie was. She, like,
0: shows up, like, two or three times, I think. She shows up a
1: couple
2: of times, and she's supposed to be Harry's. What? Assistant who's in charge of the board? Something like that. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, yeah, As I was saying, like, for me, Spider Man 2, I mean, Spider Man 3, no redeemable, fixable qualities at this point. That, That movie's just a joke. We see Spider-Man 2 has a lot of good stuff, and granted, yes, one of the good stuff that I, I like is how they the look Jamie Fox had as Electro. I thought it was a great fucking look for the character. I like what uh, they did for him yeah. in the, the way home. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, I like the blue. I like I like I like the electrified blue. I thought it was cool. I thought it looked cool that he can you can. No, see I just things.
0: I just appreciate that. <laughs> Aaron was like the blue guy and just started the laughing blue
2: guy, Yes, I'm, I, I stand the blue people but yeah it, it, was a, it was a cool design granted it looked hokey and, and funny but it was a cool design it was a cool design the goblin though that was not a cool design having the goblin in that movie was just fucking unnecessary
0: yeah I, I, I have no good things to say so I'm just gonna shut up
2: oh, don't worry <laughs> No, I'm in a good mood right now. Okay, but no 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 no. What's
0: what's your problem with Felicity Jones? Cause she was also on Rogue One, which is my favorite Star Wars movie, and
2: I love Jinner, so she's great. Oh my god, I confused Clary Ford for her. Fucking hell. Gina, thank you for fixing my brain right now. Yeah, because yeah. I was like, bro, what
0: did, wait, what did Felicity Jones do? She's great. <laughs>
2: See, I confu- I completely confu- confused her for Clary Foy because I kept thinking in my head Clary Foy and her are the same people, the same person. They <laughs> look the same. You know, tiny little British girls with gigantic eyes. I you know. I like Felicia. She did a good job as, as uh, Jen Ursa. She's okay. I don't like Clary Foy because she took over Rooney Mara.
0: Clary. Yeah, I looked her up. I don't, I don't, know I don't even played. know if I know her from yes you
2: see, if you've seen the crown or you seen promotion image of the crown you've seen her she was queen elizabeth oh well i didn't watch the crown so i'm good i'm gone <laughs> i don't know uh, I uh, her character again I, i'm so sorry you guys i'm so sorry my people second so there but no no i, I like felicity jones which she did in amazing spider-man 2 uh, her 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 character was supposed to be introduced there for eventually she will become black yeah cat no cat and, and i'm capital.
0: salty that we're not getting her as black cat
2: it's not going to happen at this point either
0: i know i'm salty let me be salty well,
2: we'll, sony we'll, sony she's in star wars dead though
0: yeah exactly uh sony if anybody from sony ever fucking hears this one makes amazing spider-man 3 don't interfere with Mark Webb's story, though. Uh, and two, bring back Felicity Jones as Felicia Hardy, please, because we need it. We need it for the culture. Uh,
2: but <laughs> uh, Jose, we're gonna let you go first. Also, what I do love you? The to the people at Sony, don't don't cast Timothy as Harry Osborn. Thank you. Cast him. Do it. Cast him. Do it. Uh, what do you <laughs> score,
0: Spider-Man: No Way Home? um for me i think that it will be
1: an 8.5 out of 10 8.5 out of 10 because i don't believe in 10s i
0: yeah i'm very very like there's maybe one or two movies that i've ever actually scored a 10
2: out of 10 i'm trying to find a way to use the tiktok joke like I can't give you a ten, so I'm gonna let you eat my ass. uh, In the reference to the movie, but like I can't get a joke out of that, so I'm gonna give the movie a nine point five because it's almost a ten, but it's not quite there yet.
1: I totally agree with you on that.
2: Uh, Which part? (laughs) Uh,
0: Definitely not the eating ass part. I don't think. Um,
2: that's that we're not here not to king shame. That's some people like it. we are not, like not here like to king it. shame. America's in the way it is because of king shaming.
1: Yeah, he's kind of right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'll give it to you on that one. You're right. Um, and I think personally for me, I would also probably give it a nine out of ten. I don't think it's a perfect movie and deserves a ten out of ten, but it's easily one of the greatest Spider-Man movies we've ever gotten.
2: Would and... you guys? Would you guys think that COVID greatly affected the potential grading of this movie? No, no. Okay, okay. so regard regardless of the pandemic or not, if they would have added everything you wanted and you know they, they made they made this the Avenger event of the the Spider-Man story, would the movie not be a ten for?
1: You? Wait, what? Like the only the only movie that I will give a ten is the Iron Giant. Uh,
2: you, you, you are a genius and a scholar. <laughs> I, I take off my hat to you. I don't have a hat right now. But imagine it. I,
0: I give the Lion King a ten. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. I like the Lion King. Don't get me wrong, but it's not a ten out of ten film. No, actually, you know what film I do give a 10 out of 10? Spice World. No. Uh, Star Wars, Attack of the Clones. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That joke, by the way, is just for my buddy Dylan. Uh, Hat off to him. Uh, Because every time we talk about Star Wars, he goes, oh yeah, Attack of the Clones, that's the best Star Wars movie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, because <laughs> he also knows it is my least favorite Star Wars movie I utterly despise that movie
1: oh my god that movie I hate that movie <laughs> man I admit when I first saw that movie I was like I don't know if I want to watch more Star Wars
2: I, that. <laughs> I don't know if I need more in my life but why would you guys hate that movie it gave us such amazing lines like I don't like sand. <laughs> it's rough it's and coarse. coarse and gets
0: everywhere. <laughs> like you, I will say it does have it's some not. of the most like profound lines in a movie. <laughs> I don't like sand. It gets everywhere, so coarse. <laughs> um, no, if you guys have anything else uh, about Spider-Man or the future of the MCU, please go for it. If not, uh, we can wrap things up. I see oh, reptiles um, coming into
1: if, the MCU. Tom Holland, if you're watching this, go ahead and focus on starting a family.
3: Yeah,
0: sorry, please.
1: Sorry, chaos. Um, sorry, chaos. <laughs> I, I know you're trying to get with Sunday. He, I mean, he, he might have
0: a chance with uh, what's her name? Nico? Nico?
1: Is that it? Oh yeah, he he has a chance. He has a chance with Nico. Like we, we got we we got. Well, he got a better chance with Megan Good now since she's the. So, I mean. <laughs> or or T B H is it is it T B H or is it Chaos that, that wants Megan Good?
0: Maybe T B H. Uh Chaos, if you're hearing this and you wanna, you know, sit down on Debented Cast, doors open for you. Uh love to pick your brain
1: about content creation. Also shout out to DJ Roach too. For those that know DJ Roach, he's he's dope too. If you know, you know.
0: If you know, you know. I don't, but I might soon. Chaos knows who DJ Roach is. Uh, so, yeah.
1: Anything else you guys have to say? Before um, we get to closing I, statements? I love Spider-Man. Um, Spider-Man loves me. Spider-Man is love. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> is life. <laughs> jose
3: uh what is your closing
0: statement <laughs> shout out anything
2: so my closing statement is that i am living my best life now i am i'm gonna i'm trying to do the same thing that elizabeth olsen did in her episode no anyone oh god you no, you cut out i'm sorry what the elizabeth olsen what she did in her hot wings episode that she started i'm living my best life oh (laughs) that's what i'm trying to do right now so so i'm trying to that's the vibe i'm going for i'm trying to live my best life right now right on uh no closing statements about spider-man the way home it's a fucking great movie uh it's a it's uh for so far what the mcu has done it's a it's a great film it's deserving of its 99 percent and tomatoes right now it's deserving of all the good praises it's done. It's, it's it's proven that you know when they want to do a good ass fucking story you know some little writing and they, they can do a good job you know? i think their...
0: i think also though a reason this one worked with how many like characters it had was because the villains were a part of the soul plot like they were yeah. the plot of the movie versus amazing spider-man one or amazing spider-man 2 and spider-man 3 where the villains weren't necessarily a part of the plot, like not all of them were. Like yeah, they felt just the thrown in. Like Jamie Fox's Electro obviously was, but then you have a bunch of other stuff thrown in there that doesn't mesh. Goblin. I wasn't gonna say it, but yes. Nice. Um, Aaron, anything else? Shout out anything?
1: Um, go follow our. Social media's um, support artists. uh, Please wear a mask. Uh, Don't be a dick to people in retail. Um, Don't be a dick to people in restaurants. Tip twenty percent. Don't at the very minimum. At the minimum. At the very minimum. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Yes, wash your ass. Um,
0: We don't need more musty um, ass people.
1: Respectful people's um, privacy. Especially in terms of Tom Holland. He trying to start a family. Sorry, <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> Sorry, Chaos. We're not going to see the day of it. She, she looks like she's... She's wrapped up. Sorry, Chaos. But, um... But, yeah, like, um... Enjoy the movie. For those that haven't seen it, I don't know why you're listening. Yeah, I don't
0: know why you made it, like, two and a half hours into this episode.
2: <laughs> I mean... To hey, use their so own. I have a rule whenever I do shit that I'm just gonna talk about spoilers because if I'm gonna talk about something, how the fuck am I not gonna spoil well, it? So, also
0: like my thing was like I don't know how to talk about this movie without spoiling it because everything about oh, this also, movie feels also, like a spoiler.
2: It's been a week. It's been a week since the movie's gone, so technically it's okay to talk about spoilers. Well, it's been a week from the time frame now that we're recording. Whenever this episode's release could be in the future, it's been you don't know a while uh hopefully i'll have it up before the end of the year
0: well like end end like before like new 2023 year. <laughs> damn <laughs> don't call me out for my procrastination
2: I'm not calling you out for your procrastination. I'm here for it. I respect your procrastination. No, no, don't
0: chill. respect it. I need to get dark arts done. We need to get recording on this shit. <laughs> oh,
2: you know, I, 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 it's just that, you know, um,
0: we need to chill. That, and me chill. me and Aaron need to get this show uh, picked up. So me and him, like 2022, Aaron, me and you, we got to start pitching.
1: Oh, yeah, I need to start pitching. I I forgot all about that i need to actually man
0: i i put a work on that episode
1: and you just forgot just like that well i forgot but <laughs> you know like a lot of things
2: happen <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandy how can you expect a
1: dude to do it's a panorama get it right yeah i was dealing with a breakup you know um,
2: and the poor boy <laughs> was broken up with Jesus. No excuse. No, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just Isn't kidding. how terrible it is to be dumped in a, in a pandemic, especially if you're quarantining? No, <laughs> well, so, yeah. no, I don't, because I'm alone. So, no, I don't. No, I'm good. I've been eight years with my dude. I'm fine. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. I secured that bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, I did that with blood magic.
0: blood magic. Just a little, little circle of candles
2: a little circle invocation of Satan and you know, some things were done. Uh,
0: for my closing statement on this episode of Dementicast, I am sorry I was gone for so long. Uh, I am hopefully back and will be more consistent. Um, if you enjoyed this, whatever this was, um, you're welcome. Please let me know. Tweet at me at the nomad gamer. Uh, I will, maybe we'll do another one for like Multiverse of Madness or The Batman.
1: Or we can get Burgers up in here, because that'll be awesome.
2: Ooh, The Batman's gonna be fucking noise.
1: That Batman oh. looks like it might
0: be my new favorite movie.
2: The Batman's gonna be fucking noise, you've so fucking uh,
0: So yeah, if you enjoyed this, let me know. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll bring them back on for The Batman and Multiverse Madness. I've been Madness. contractually
2: obligated to show up every once in a while, that was in the contract. On, yep, he's right. It also stated something about taking off my shirt. Like nope, Lartner <laughs> nope, it definitely didn't. Uh, I was in one of the clauses. I, I, I need a... some question.
0: You're not obligated to, <laughs>
2: but it
1: says it, more money will be handed
0: over. <laughs> so, well, there is there no is... uh, there is no camera here, so.
2: You didn't, you didn't tell them that. You didn't to tell them. I was creating a mood. God. I listen. I don't need you to tell
0: them that. And then when they find out that they're not getting that, then I'm sued.
2: Okay? They're not. They're not gonna mind sue because they'll be. They'll be like, oh fuck. If we give them money, we make a video. Are you saying you want to be a stripper on a podcast? I'm not saying I'm gonna be a stripper on a podcast. I'm just saying the economy. <laughs> And some of us have student loans that we got going to get rid of. Also, <laughs> oh,
1: um, sex work is work. Sex work sex is work. work. Is work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Preach. Mm-hmm. Yo, Aaron.
0: Show that butthole. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron is low-key been spitting tonight. Um, yeah, so follow us. Follow me. Uh, you can follow the show. I also have a rewatch podcast. You know say are also working on something hopefully it'll you know launch
2: next year we're working uh, on something something it's um it's a story about uh death death and i'm trying to find a funny way to <laughs> talk about all of this and then you know be there a little dirty at the same time because it's kind of a person that you know but we're working on something amazing it's fun it's not um, that amazing it sucks put positivity out into the world god damn it i don't know what positivity is well we're gonna try <laughs> uh, no, yeah the story we're working is pretty cool
0: um yeah, yeah so about it. keep an eye out for that follow the show uh i will hopefully have a full actual news episode out very soon talking about can all I, things can I,
2: can I can i can i do some sh- shameless plug in of my shit quickly no yes yes go for okay. it i'm a to i'm a uh, shamelessly plug in my OnlyFans. i'm kidding no <laughs> uh i would
0: follow uh, it no. it's it's uh burger boy 69 420 on OnlyFans. fans yours because i don't
2: like that i don't like that name <laughs> um, so, no, no, uh, you can you, – uh, I I have a podcast called Stuff We're Obsessed With. We talk about, like – I talk about random weird shit. Yeah, um, he was
0: going to bring me on and still hasn't.
2: I haven't because I am terrible with fucking scheduling. You talk about how bad you are with procrastinating. But I, I
0: have two jobs and go to school. There's a
2: difference. I work and <laughs> – yeah. So, yeah, no, Uh, we're – working on a, a, a the first episode of six. Uh we talking about I'm gonna be talking about Dune. Oh I yeah, don't bring Dune. me on to that. Yeah, <laughs> I won't know mean, what Dune. the fuck is going on. Don't worry, don't worry. Like no I, 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 If you I,
0: ever I, want I, to do like an Avatar episode or like not the blue people, not Pocahontas in space. Wow, that's
2: racist. Really is it racist? Is it racist? It's xenophobic. How? What? How? Because they're aliens. I'm not saying I
1: hate
0: them. I'm just saying, like, don't, like, I'm not talking about them.
1: That's so riddle. That's so
2: xenophobic. Oh my God. But you yeah, know, uh, I have a series, we, like I said, it's called Stuffer Obsessed with. They're on Spotify. And right now I'm working a first to sixth part of Dune. I'm going to be talking about what happened before um, the movie. So I'm just going to be covering the Butlerian Jihad. The first time and then i got another after that i'm gonna go and start talking about aliens because we're yeah my first case that we're covering and i'm i'm, I'm reading i'm reading the book really slowly because <laughs> it's kind of freaking me out it's a little it's a little making me a little uncomfortable which is good i'm gonna be talking about uh the barney and betty hill case which was the first incident of a alien abduction case here in the u.s I was in 1967.
1: Oh, you could. That would have been a perfect 1969 joke. (laughs) Right? Right? That would have been perfect.
0: Uh, He teed himself up for it and then just missed. I know. But also,
2: I'm reading this book that was written right in that same period, and it's using a lot of really colorful terms to describe uh, the the dude because they were a mix a, a mix race couple.
0: Wait, wait, really quick what's your uh, what's your Twitter handle?
2: Oh lord, are we talking about my personal Twitter or my alt? The wh- whichever <laughs> one that we're mutual. I don't know what.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, I don't wanna know what your alt one is then.
2: So my my Twitter, i sure just dropped something. My Twitter is <laughs> uh twenty two, which is T E Yeah, so I
0: need everybody that listens to this to go tweet at him to bring me on to his show for an Avatar Last Airbender episode.
2: At some point I wanna do it, but I wanna I wanna talk about I wanna talk about when they do the when they do the Netflix show. Uh I will, yeah i wanna i wanna i wanna
0: i wanna that's gonna be it. until that's not until like next not like 2022 2023 the only,
2: other thing, the only other thing that i can really talk about endlessly is the movie oh god no Why I, listen i can talk about that, like, I, there I is no show.
0: movie embossing say okay
2: there's only one good quality in that movie which is the water. Avatar the last, no. Airbender, no. Movie. No, no. last Airbender movie no. is one of the few no. films that no. CGI's water beautifully. So no. I'll give no. Eminai Shemalong that. What? That he did he did I'm I'm, I'm giving Eminai Shemalong. No,
0: that. don't give him anything
2: for that movie. I'm giving him that one little point. You know there's a the theory water.
0: that the play that they watch in season three of this show is the live action movie? I, I rather enjoy that theory a lot. Do <laughs> you remember that, Aaron, in season three when they go watch the play in the Fire Nation?
1: Oh, yes. I yeah, there's a,
0: there's a theory that people say that play is just the live-action M. Night Shyamalan movie. And I, I rather
2: I, watch Dragon Ball Evolution.
0: All right, this oh, this episode's yeah. done.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, one more thing, one more thing. Okay, <laughs> um, since I shot out Mervs, Um, For people on the West Coast, um, go support um, the Declaration Celebration Regulation Party Tour. Um, Your boy did the art for that. Go support that. Go support MERS. Go support um, hip-hop. Just support independent artists in general. Yes. Aaron out.
0: Uh, On the topic of supporting independent artists, also support Anonymous. Please
1: do it. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Aeon, too. Shout out to the whole GI crew. I'm Um, hyped for his um, upcoming album next year. Oh, Oh
0: God, I can't wait. Um, But that has been it
3: for another episode of Dementicast. I will speak to you all soon. Peace.